Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, While you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, guys? This is comedian Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Hey, it's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 114 for Wednesday, July 17th, 2019. How's it going, onesies? You guys having a good week so far? This one's going to be on time for you. Last week was a little late in the day Wednesday. I don't know if that technically counts as late because I had it in the afternoon, but it's still available. With me today, guys, we're going to be talking about all sorts of different things, but a good friend of mine who I haven't seen in a while and certainly haven't been able to sit down with in a while, uh, my buddy Jimmy. Jimmy, Hi. welcome. Jimmy, one of my best friends in the entire world, everybody. And uh, we're going to shoot the shit. I know that you guys always appreciate when I have another person on. Some people like to just bitch that it's uh, supposed to be a one-man podcast and there's two guys. Well, you know what? It's bonus, right? You go into the booze store for a bottle of booze and they have an extra fucking little bottle hanging off the neck. You're not like, uh, I'm definitely the one. little bottle. You're the little bottle? I'm definitely the little bottle. <laughs> So I'm saying, so I got an extra friend here with me this week and, uh, we're going to be shooting the shit. I'm going to tell you guys about some activations that I did. Uh, I've been, I've been kind of, here's the thing. I got a lot on the go, but I've really been making the most of downtime to say there is no downtime, but I've been taking, I've been making some room for myself downtime. Well, you got to do that every now and then. Yeah, dude. Speaking of, uh, you know, not having a lot of time and a lot of things to go, you got <laughs> too fucking chilling now, eh? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, they keep us very, very busy. Uh, Ryan's at that terrible twos. He's still got a, he's, he's, the terrible twos are there, but he's half sweet still. Yeah. So it balances everything out. How long has he been to? Uh, well, since May. So he's two couple months into twos. I, I heard there's the terrible threes too. I've heard this. Yeah. That's, that's just what happens when people need think, more attention. Honestly, for the kid. I, I think they're just kids. I don't think it's terrible twos or threes. They're just right. discovering themselves and they're now able to like actually communicate something with you. So when he says, I want something, he doesn't quite grasp the you can't have chocolate chips for breakfast yeah sometimes you can sometimes you can't right well the whole concept is kids live a lot more like animals do in the sense that an animal isn't like hey you know if i lay around all day it's maybe gonna be harder to find food later so but no if i eat this process, whole it's no there's just, well there's no time frame Co- the concept of time is still foreign to them so if you eat chocolate chips, you're going to get a stomach ache later. What the, what the fuck is later? Chocolate, good now, later, cry. It doesn't matter. There's no now. That's what's interesting about kids. Is like, and, and as adults, we're like, no, no, no. It's going to give you a stomach ache. You're like, what's this bitch talking about? You know what I mean? I, in my mouth, is, I taste happy right now. That's true. It's instant gratification. Right. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, like tell a kid like, Hey, maybe don't buy an extra toy now and we'll put it in a college fund for you and just look at his eyes and go, all right, why aren't you grasping, you know, the, the, the whole concept of compounding. There's a limousine story that, uh, my mom would agree with you on that when I was, uh, I'm, I'm going to say like five or six. Yeah. Um, we went into, I believe it was the byway. 
<laughs> I remember that. I believe it was. And that was like the giant. That was like the giant tiger of giant tigers. <laughs> no. Well, hey, no, hey, it's a little higher class than that. Okay? You think so? No, <laughs> the, they're out of business now. A giant tiger isn't. I think that's yeah, something because they they maximized all profits and said we're good. That's it. We're wow. out. But anyways, the limousine. I basically had the world's largest meltdown because I had to have this limousine now for what? Just to own a limousine? Just just to have it. I liked it. It's a white limousine. It was long. Had orange windows. I had to have it. Was it a toy or real a real limousine? No, it was a toy. Okay. Well, that's what I didn't get because I'm like... At the I byway? You- I just told you it was at the byway. You can't buy a real limousine oh, at the byway. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've been zoning out. I'm making You're notes. You're just not listening to me again. It's okay. I'll listen to it later. That's okay. why we're recording it. <laughs> Instant gratification. Here's the Instant story gratification, now. man. There is no later. There's no... I'm not but invested in that. Anyways, York. to roll it back, <laughs> yeah. I think... That's a Walmart term, not byway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay we're, you're at byway you gotta have this this limousine yeah. white limousine orange windows Insta- we we're talking about how kids need instant gratification of course that you know when they're hungry they're hungry when they're tired they're tired that well actually no when they're tired they don't want to go to bed but yeah anyways yeah no so i think the terrible twos as they call it and stuff like that yeah it's it's new to them so we right. call it terrible because we're not used to it but yeah now they can communicate better what they i know want. i know terrible 30s you know yeah I don't think I'm going to live to 40s. So you won't have to go through that. I'm like, exactly. So that's why I'm living it up right now. Am I living it up? (laughs) I got to put this thing on. Oh, thank God it's on silent because I'm getting text messages right now. They'd be bleeding right into the, right into the podcast. So your kids, your kids and you have a second one. Yes. But you guys are basically. She's, uh, she's just over 10 months and she's doing everything she can. She's like starting to like crawl up on things now yeah so like the first step and the the couches and chairs and all that stuff so she's doing her best to make sure that we're watching her 24 hours a day yeah why don't you just put them in a cage <laughs> i'll i'll let my wife know that that's gonna be the better she's way listening put them in a fucking cage alex if you need a goddamn you know you need a glass of wine to yourself put them in a cage and they'll i'll tell you what you put them in a cage well you can't really instagram pictures i was gonna say they're gonna do all these little cute little look i'm a puppy in a cage, and you can take Instagram pictures because I know you love to do that, and then just post. Oh, Yo, you're talking to her. Yeah, I'm I was not talking. Say, to her. I don't. I think I have like ten. No, months. you got a life to live. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. She's just her sharing her life. That she. I know. I know. And I know you truly appreciate. it. I do. I appreciate. Do you know what? Your wife is actually teaching me fractions again. Oh. Uh, because it used to be that you would celebrate a birthday. Now we're celebrating not only months, but every every happy thirty second. I was going to say week. Yeah, there's, there's 56. Yeah, that works. I was going to say 30. I'm like, there's not 30 second weeks. Of course there is. See, I'm learning weeks and a time from. I'm telling you guys, every day is a celebration on your wife's Instagram feed. I can't believe it's already been nine sixty sevenths of a fucking. <laughs> Isn't every day a celebration? Come I on. guess. That's why they call it the present. Um, your wife's a basic bitch. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Alex, he legitimately was surprised. Normally you could you could take a little dig like that and the the husband will give a look like hee hee you might get he was I think he was surprised Jim what happened to you remember when you used to like jokes remember when you get a yeah. shot team right of it wasn't it I us like five minutes ago farting into the microphone before the podcast and that was, laughing that, that we could... <laughs> fart humor is always funny I dude nobody Calling my wife a basic bitch to me <laughs> I'm just saying she no I, I if I said she's basic I don't know if she would have got that and I think you it's know what funny. the other thing is I don't understand terms these days oh it Fleek, just means like fire. All these things, I don't get it. You used to be the guy who, like, every every Friday when we go to hang out, you were the first one saying a bunch of stuff that Mika and I didn't understand. You'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like, that's fucking, 
<laughs> what, what it, sweet? What it not? What it is or whatever? But you'd be like, what's what wanted? Like you'd be you'd be the guy who just heard like a new Cardinal Official song, <laughs> yeah. and then Googled what the fuck he was saying in it, and then Google didn't interested. exist back then. I'm sure. Well, some form of it. You'd I ask, actually talked to, to to people. Yeah, no, I couldn't talk to people that talked like that because I'm like, what an idiot. And then Jimmy would come and explain to us, but like just whatever you were saying. And it was fun. It was fun. It was but, a good time. But I'm just saying, for a guy who used to be like, it was almost like, see, nowadays you would have okay, a newsletter so, subscription to the new words every so, day. My yeah, I canceled my subscriptions to What's Up Now and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> is no, What's Up Now a thing or was I it just, just okay? I, I thought you made it up, but I'm like, you know what? It might <laughs> it be. Sounds see, that's the problem. It Somebody sounds like it could work. It. Yeah. Well, somebody probably will at this point, but I just, yeah, no, I do like, I do know what they mean. Cause I, I, I'm inquisitive. I have to mm. ask the people when someone's like, Oh, that shit, that shit's fleek, man. I, sorry. What? Everything's fire now. Everyone's fire. Oh, fire. Yeah. Fire. That's fire and everything. And like, to me in our day, mm-hmm. when someone was lit, it meant something totally different. You mean they were drunk? Yeah. Yeah. Now so-and-so, oh, that's lit. I'm like, what? What? Is oh, he yeah, okay? It's the, the hottest thing in the world now. Yeah. I don't get it. It's yeah. It's uh, and the things the things change. Like I'm I'm actually having more fun bringing back like the super old shit. Like when someone's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "I'm groovy, man." <laughs> rad, rad, groovy. I can't do rad. <clears throat> What's another one? There's there's a lot of those ones. The the old school jive terms. You know what I mean? Catch you on the flip side. Those kind of things. Yeah, I guess. But I just mean like, how are you? Radical, groovy, gnarly. There's another one that I, I knew there was a G one, but it didn't sound like a G. That's what it is. Gnarly. But just kind of shit like that. We've hit everyone that I know. (laughs) Oh, really? Rad, groovy, gnarly. Dope. Dope is coming back. Dope used to be like 90s. That was dope. Dope. And some people would be like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, there's been a couple situations that I've I've chatted with some young folk, and uh, they've said certain things like that. Oh, dope, dope. I'm like, now I understand how my parents felt when I said it, and they looked at me like that. I get it. Well, getting back to your wife, the basic, and I'm just joking. That's so basic is like if you think of like a stereotypical white chick. Yes, I know. What maybe it means. it's not even okay. Sorry, I, thought I do know, know what it means, but it's just not a term I would use for Lex or in general. It's like just in general. I I don't know what the. Uh, it's hard for me to describe things now because I'll try to do it, you know, in an articulate way, and then everyone's like, "What?" And you just go, "Boom!" I'll tell you one that bothers me, and I'm sure it bothers everybody. But I notice even myself doing it now, not as much, but everybody's saying literally now. It used to be that if someone said literally, you'd correct them, literally. and everyone is using literally figuratively now, and it's it's a little annoying. But I, I'm literally dying right now. Oh, oh my, my god! god. All, all you have to you have to literally just go to your computer and search it, or like everything's literally, but it's it's. You just all you can say all you have to do is go to your computer. All you have to do, literally do. It's like, well, that's what literally is—is is the actual doing or <clears throat> whatever. Excuse me. I think there must have been there must have been like an equivalent back then because I think when people use that term, yeah, literally just go there. They're frustrated yeah, you basically with basically just have to go there. Like, yeah, you simply have to go there. Yeah. You, do, you like I've given you know instructions or describing something to for whomever it may be to go grab something or whatever. Be like. It's on the floor beside the front door. Right. Oh, I don't see it. It's literally beside the front door. Like, that's when I'll throw it in. Yeah. But I think that people use the term literally when they're trying to prove something. Like, yeah. Like, they're like, I more, mean it. Like, it's almost like, I honestly mean this. It's like, yeah. I literally mean blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. so you can hear a lot of it. The, the funny thing is that, like, before you'd be like, oh, like, the, there's this huge pile of shit in my living room. Like, there's literally a pile of shit. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, it used to be that people were overly hyperbolous before where it's like, I I don't know, are you exaggerating? It's like, no, literally, 
this is what I'm saying. It's exactly that. And now people use literally in the hyperbolous yes. and, and whatever wrong way. doesn't matter. We're not changing anything. Legit bothers me too. It's like, yo, I legit. It's like, what are you so dishonest that you have to basically have someone, you have to literally have someone be like, yeah, legitimately. Like I legit had the best time. So if you said you had a good time, I'd be like, really, did you? I'm very insecure and I need you to legitimately tell me that you had a good time and it wasn't drunk. Yeah. What is she texting you? Like she heard us. We haven't even posted this yet. <laughs> it's actually my mom. Oh yeah. Can we ask she, how she's doing? She's doing okay. She's doing actually really, really well, which is great. Yeah. No, she just texted me. Can't get the F key out of the lock on the front door. Been giving me trouble the recently. Fucking key. <laughs> Did she put F or fucking? Uh, no, I F dot, dot, dot exclamation. Point. Right. Yeah. Cause she's proper. She's literally not swearing. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I have to go and fix that door. Not like, well. There you go. Okay. Just, well, good talking to you. See it? you later. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the um. I literally have to. Go I literally out. have to go out. Uh, <laughs> the fun thing. Uh. So, anyways. Okay. So you guys are having fun with the kiddos. We're we're getting pictures. I'm seeing them grow. Yes. Uh, all my listeners, of course, in Sweden and so on, are like, "Who is this? That's a Jimmy." They they don't even know who I am yet because they're listening to their third episode randomly welcome sweden welcome sweden uh, i still want to give a shout out to my east coast onesies nova scotia is uh is my biggest listenership right now in Canada. i really want to go to the east coast really? never been i've been west i've been central i've been everything i have not been east i have heard amazing thing about the east coast like people being so polite and dude it's unreal it's fucking unreal and it's gorgeous it's beautiful. fucking gorgeous that, so i am i think my next i guess if you want to call it you know yeah big, well, if Ryan's two, you went in 16 years, you can plan. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, How do you feel about that? Like, again, this I'm treating this more like an interview than me. This isn't about like an interview. I feel like kind of like a celebrity, you Ooh, know, a celebrity. Like, like, yeah, big stars coming around. How, how, okay. So like, again, you've heard this podcast before in the beginning. I get pretty open no. about shit. I don't have any, there's no, like, I'm nothing's off limits for me. So just to ask you and, and feel free not to answer anything you don't feel comfortable with, but how does it feel now? Like I'm I remember, so, I'm so curious where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause I want, I want to ask, and I'm afraid if I ask blunt, that's something I've been struggling with lately more and more. Right. Cause when we were young in high school, you're someone who's known me forever. Mm-hmm. When we were young in high school, the amount of, of times I've mentioned this on the podcast. Do you know how many times we've had to like calm people down because they're like, what did he mean by that? Yeah. He was, it was well, all these things. No, 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 no. Like he's, he's a good guy. He didn't mean it this way. Yeah. I'm just very, you well, know, yeah. I know exactly where you're going with this yeah. now. So I've had issues. I, and even lately, like regular conversations with people, it's, I mean, it was good for a long time and it would only happen occasionally, but as of late, I'm starting to get back into that whole, like I seem to be misrepresenting what it is I'm trying to ask or what I'm trying to express. Okay. So like, you know, you know, like furnace filters. Yes. You know how they have like levels of furnace filters? No. There's like. You mean like you can put a big one in or you can stack three little ones on it? No, no. Like each one, like the tight grains through it, right? So it like stops like allergens and and all these things like that. Okay. That's most people. Okay. okay. And then you have like the, like not saying you're. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying that. Then you have like the, like the fiberglass mesh, Hmm. which is, it lets a lot of stuff through. It holds back some things. Like big chunks of dust and stuff. Yeah, like the N word. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. I'm just joking. <laughs> you are the. You're a filter. You have a yeah. filter, and there are certain things that you know morally you shouldn't say. Right. But you do let a lot of stuff through that maybe you should. I don't mind talking about taboo shit. Like I, I can actually tell you there was Clearly. a kid. There was a kid that I spoke to. 
Um, I don't know how much I could, I'm not going to say his name, but I, I want to talk about him because he was 16. We did an activation with him. He was 16, but I'll get to that later. And then I'll let you be my, my moral compass. If I'm saying too much or too little, like but the voice on your shoulder. Going. I don't. Yeah, it's dead. Uh, it, <laughs> it's already ate its feelings and died of obesity, but no, the issue, um, the thing that I have is, is I know when I'm like talking about shit that's taboo and that's, that's not so much like that, that I agree with you. That's my filter where it's like other people like. You, you can't talk about that right now. I'm like, yeah, I just did. I don't have a problem with that. And I know that those things are polarizing. But I mean, when I'm having like a sincere conversation with something about like feelings or whatever, it's not a taboo subject, but I find myself trying to express things and it's still coming across the wrong way. I don't know if it has to do with trust or an insecurity in me or the other person. But all I know is that if I ask something or talk about something as of late, I feel like Well, people it's have different levels, right? Like, right. Like certain people, well, you can talk anything. Um, other people, there's a few subjects, obviously, you know, like the religion, the politics, all the typical don't talk about these things. Right. And then there's the others who are like, don't talk about anything. Yeah. And it's, I find society is really turning more into that. Don't talk. It's like, you don't want to offend anybody. Well, everyone's afraid. If you say the wrong thing, you can lose your job or, you know, you get fired or whatever. It's, it's, it's interesting. So the reason, the reason I prefaced all of that is that I want to ask you a question, but I don't want it to come across as a negative or that I've made a judgment of this. I'm more interested in your feelings because I can't speak to it. Yep. You uh, are a dad now. Yes. You were you were cool hip Jimmy, and I'm not suggesting yeah. whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'll ask the question. You have to trust that my heart's in the right place. Is you <laughs> you were filter, you were though. cool hip Jimmy? Yeah, right. Yeah, the guy who's never going to die. The guy who I recall at very young age sliding off the roof of a very high play structure, How did hit I know the you ground. Were bring that? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I just I thought in my head. I'm trying to think of like like dude. If there was a uh, a real life Fast and the Furious character on foot, like Crank or whatever it is, <laughs> like no, just you were you were this this never gonna die guy, and yeah. the man sitting across from the table from me today. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm joking. No, he's no, balding and wearing no, glasses. No, no, no. I just want to say like how how I'm, you're not any you're not you're not you're not done by a long shot, but but you had this energy. This uh, I want to ask you how different do you feel now how has the whole change been what are you are you hitting any insecurities are you hitting any coping shit like absolutely absolutely growing older you the thing is when i was 18 i didn't go through anything in life all i knew was party fun do all that stuff so of course i was i'm not going to say the life of the party but i i surely enjoyed going to you know, the parties, having fun, doing all that stuff and have energy. I mean, as you go through life, you start getting a whole bunch more experiences, which really kind of relax you yeah. as a person. I mean, makes you value things differently. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but I, I think that, you know, come life experience, come more subtleties of life. Like you, certain things will mean more to you than other things. Right. And, you know, going to a club and getting shittered and, you know, having fun and cruising all night and stuff like that really aren't on my top priority list anymore. Right. You know, I, that, I mean, it's still in you. Right. Still have that, but not, not what it used to be. It's not uh, fostered and, and cultivated, curated no. the way it was. No. Cause that's and the thing. Thank, like, thank God. Because yeah? there's nothing sadder than 40 year olds who are like that. <laughs> Sorry if you're a 40 year old and you like that, but uh, Jason's 52. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's not here. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I've said it to his face. Uh, I, I like Jason yeah. a lot. The um, well, I just it's <laughs> interesting because when I know that when we were in high school, I think it's I think 
it's safe to say both you and I were particularly materialistic people. Like we liked, you know, I liked having electronics. I liked having things and tangible stuff, video sure, games. Sure. You liked shoes and I cars actually, and yeah. clothes and watches and things like. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I did it. And but I, I'm saying we valued having things, right? 100%. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't, I, I don't you, know if Mika was as much. No, Mika was always like the humble guy. And that's why like girls always thought he was like, oh my God, Mika, he's so sweet. He's so like, that's, that was his approach on things. Um, I pretty sure you and I were called many more names than he was. You think so? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Mika wouldn't, if he upset somebody, he was upset. Right. You know? We didn't have that. I did, but I just didn't, I didn't show it. I would break down alone. I never liked hurting people. So you were like fake? No, it was that like, and, and Crystal can attest to this too, is like a lifetime of joking with people trying to get the laugh, but not knowing how to do it in a punch up, not punch down kind of way. So like hurting somebody, like basically you get a group of people. It's like bullies. You get a group of people and you pick on one person to get the laugh out of everybody else. Right. But I'm like, I used to get picked on before I was like that. And, you know, I, I guess those I were this, wonderful pink shorts that you had. In I did. Grade nine. I did. I, had I just want to say that they were peach by the end. They were orange <laughs> that, that turned peach from bleaching. I'm not, I'm not defensive. I just need everyone to understand that, that, uh, I was very insecure. Mad volleyball, volleyball I had skills. mad volleyball skills, buddy. <laughs> They're memorable volleyball skills. I'll tell I, you that I much. I do remember them. That's <laughs> tell for you sure. that much. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I just found that like, so in terms of like, didn't care if you hurt somebody, I didn't want to hurt anybody, but it took me like years of going like, oh, this, like now in stand up. So the old me would have been like, if there's six people standing in a circle, I don't mind ripping on somebody to get the laugh from the other four. But now I'm like, I look at stand up like if I'm doing a gig in the club and I'm, and I'm talking to the crowd, like I love doing crowd work, yeah. but I'll joke about like work, I'll joke about, you know, a goofy, silly thing in their relationship that I uncover, but I won't take a guy and make fun of how he looks. Yeah. Clothes. Sure. My, my rule is basically I won't make fun of somebody, something for somebody that they can't change. Yeah. Right. So like even your job, I'll joke with your job or whatever. And we'll have fun. It's good. Specifically my job. Is that what you're saying? Yours. Whatever. What's wrong with my job? We're not doing it. I don't even know what you do. Exactly. Do you have a job? I, yeah. Okay. I do. (laughs) The, uh, but that's my rule now is I don't. Working a nine to five as they say. Ooh. Well, that's my rule, man. If, if I don't want to send somebody home, like, look, I don't care if like 199 people in a room of 200 were laughing and, and I go, yeah, but in order to get those laughs, did I have to send that one guy home with this like chip on his shoulder or, you know, like what if this guy's already on the edge? He's having a fucking rough go of things. He came to a comedy club to and laugh you and I, I made him, I made him, I humiliated him you in a room of people. Asshole. I haven't done that. That's what I'm saying. I've learned that, that yeah, but it came of. from years of. Nope, because I don't make fun of things people can't Do you change. go and you interview every single person that you, that's you that been to your show? And if a like, guy's hey. upset about his shirt that I teased or whatever, then he can change that. But I'm saying if I make fun of someone's face or see a fat guy, I'm like, hey, fatty. <laughs> like, hey, I feel like that's not that creative. <laughs> I, I, I can do better. You don't think I can look at a fucking... No, I'm, I'm just saying. But my point is I don't want to be the thing that pushes somebody over the edge or just ruins their night. Somebody goes home humiliated. You want to make things funny, not yeah, insulting. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's all I'm saying is... But the old me didn't have that. So it was upon reflection that I'm like, oh, I fucking made fun of that person and I would feel bad later. It wasn't until reflecting and going, oh, man, like... Everybody was having fun except that. You know, you know somebody who really didn't like uh, getting picked on all the time was Stuart back in the future shop days. Is that what you're going to write down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just about he, to. Uh, Stuart really, really, <clears throat> yeah. He, 
I was that's funny enough that I was just about to write that down and just slide the piece of paper over to you. Mm-hmm. Um he would get like red yeah. with anger. And I'd be like, Man, you should probably just relax a little bit on these, but <laughs> but he it was so wide open. Yeah. And he would do it, but then he would get confrontational with you. Right. Which would just antagonize more. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, is like it's almost it's and that's the it's tough. But here's the thing about being like kind of like a bully or whatever. It's is tough that it's like not to <laughs> Well, here's the thing with bullies. Bullies aren't like, you know what, I want to bully somebody today, but but make it challenging for me. Let me go find the captain of the football team and bully him. You know what I mean? No, like bullies are like, who's the easiest? It's a laziness thing. I go, uh-huh. I could try to make fun of you, <laughs> but I go, but you're gonna get you're gonna make back. it hard for me to come back and forth. Yeah. Whereas I look at the the tall, lanky dildo whatever <laughs> it's and you're just kind of like okay well this person's easy to make fun of so that's what i'm saying too is like you got to look at yourself in the mirror and go i'm guessing you don't talk to Stuart. am anymore. i i do he was watching the video earlier today oh yeah he was on that's what i thought made you think of him hello Stuart. but here's the thing i've talked to him since and i've been like hey man it wasn't i'm sorry that i i did pick on you like for years later like when i was hanging out with our mutual friend peter he didn't want to come along i didn't invite him but he didn't want to come along and it's like yeah that's more than understandable because every time you're around you're like the butt of the joke now like you said though he would make it easy and i'm not justifying with that but you're almost like did i is that it's like what somebody I said? yeah I don't, yeah. Or he was so, it was so wide open. I apologize. Uh, yeah. I interpreted it as he would make it so easy. I don't want to make it like, sound like he was easy for just because he would, no, but he oh, would leave man. things. Well, I don't want to say, like, it's, we've already said his name, so I just leave it vague, but I don't want to go out of my way to be like, and he was this. Like, he's got a lot of things in his personality. He's also a very angry, prejudiced, whatever person. So that would bother me. Somebody who's prejudiced and you turn around and like, and then you make it easier for me to pick on you. I'm like, oh, like, I'm already angry with you that you're so hateful and bigoted. You know what I mean? That's and then why turn I around and be like, oh, you fucking. You know, that's why so I it's say like, wide open. It was just almost like, exactly where do you that. get off? Like if he, it, he would start a conversation by shitting on a group or a person or whatever. And I'm like, where the fuck do you get off? And then it's like, boom, boom, boom. It's almost like, like, uh, I'm trying to think of like a third world country. It's I like Bosnia is like, Hey, fuck you. And America's like, Oh yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Button, but button. <laughs> to get to like, you know, whoever it may be, you never picked on people who I felt didn't have it coming. Okay. Like anybody who would come out and make some broad painted statements or something like that, that was negative towards somebody else. Mm. I felt like you felt like maybe it was your mission to like (laughs) kind of not humble them, but like get a sense of reality back that, Hey, anybody can be picked on. And then you would just kind of like beat them. I mean, yeah, sometimes a little too far. Right. (laughs) Stop. Stop. (laughs) He's already dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> i think uh, my thing too is i've learned over in in, in time is uh it, they say like i know a lot of people if they make you feel a certain way you like you're like well you want to you know so to speak give them a taste of their own medicine and i've learned that that to do that is abusive so regardless of who did it first whatever when you treat somebody the way they're treating you to make them feel a certain way that's abusive you got to tell them how you feel but of course teenagers and and you know early 20 year old males aren't like you know what i'm going to take this opportunity to teach a lesson in enlightenment at the same time expecting that if you come at it from a a a passive mindful state of like hey you know when you say that about people it's really ignorant and it hurts their feeling that's what they're trying to do now it works though you just can't 
Here's the thing. No, but you just said it before. People are scared of offending. And they stuff. are. So, so does it actually? But you work? can't. You're not offending someone. You go, hey, when you say that, it makes me feel like it hurts my feelings. And when you tell me that, it makes me feel this and this. And then the person comes back. And when you say this, it makes me feel this. What did you actually well, solve other than just surprised. acknowledging that? What I said to you was offensive. You, well, here's here's what you establish. It's not so much for the like the whole thing, whatever. You establish a lot of information for yourself. So, Jimmy, like, let's say when you and I hang out now, if I'm like, you know, Jim, every time we get together now, you're uh, you're always tired. You're only talking about your kids, and I don't I don't care about. I'm, this is hypothetical. Uh, it's not true. But you know, oh, every time you're together, you just talk about your kids, and I, I find it really closed off. I feel like I'm not included in the conversation, and it makes me not want to be yeah, a part and of it. I punch you in the face, and then it's over. You, but you, you could. But all I'm saying is that, like, if you tell somebody, like, it's a lot of relationship, yet, pussy. Uh, a lot of relationships, people are very passive aggressive. Yes. So, like, somebody will think something to go, "Oh, do you guys have any stories besides kids?" Like, they might make a comment like that, and that's yeah. passive aggressive. So the other people are here, like, "Oh, what the fuck's their problem?" Right? And it kind of it'll it'll put a little divide. And maybe people feel bad for a few minutes or whatever, or maybe people hang on to that and remember it. And then you talk to someone, and you go, oh, "Why aren't you hanging out with them anymore?" They're like, "Oh, they only talk with their kids." Like, well, did you tell them that you know you'd like to talk about something else? You know, and they go, "Oh, they they know." It's like, well, I don't know if they know. I think you maybe are being passive aggressive instead of just saying to them like, "Hey, guys, I'm really happy for you, and I love hearing the stories. I love hearing the stories." But at the same time, I feel like we could. There is other things we could talk about. So is it cool if we kind of just? You know, talk about that and talk about other things. And if they're like, you know what? This is our lives right now. This is all we have to talk about. The big thing with the whole I feel like this and whatever is you're gathering data. Like I've I've had friends now that I'm like, I've kind of like I took shit from them and I was like, oh, I really don't feel good when I'm around them. And I never told them. And now I can just go, hey, when I'm with you and you do this, it makes me feel kind of shitty about myself. And I like you. I, I wish you wouldn't do it. Because it doesn't, I don't feel good. And if they're like, oh, well, that's who I am, at least I have the data to go, you know what? I've told them openly and honestly how they make me feel. And if their position is they don't want to change it, then I don't have to feel like, oh, maybe I'm losing a friend and maybe they don't know. It's like, no, I've told them and they've been like, I don't give a shit. So what am I losing I not hanging say out with that person? As long as you let the other person know, yeah. the other party know, yeah. to me, maybe my approach is different. You know, like I wouldn't just, you know, how I feel when you talk, I, w- I never take that approach. Right. To me, it's just like, okay, listen, you talk too much about this or whatever. It really, does, it, it bothers me. That's the, it. The psych- That's fair. It's more blunt, but the psychology between you and I feel like, believe it or not, like I've read a bunch of books on it. The difference between I feel and you, like you statements are accusatory. And when people feel attacked, they attack yep. back. So even in their mind, they might go, I don't talk too much about that. Like they might get defensive. But if you say, I feel like you guys only talk about your kids. That's not saying you do. It's just saying, I feel like that. And so it's less accusatory. And so people are less likely to get defensive. They're like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I but at least it's information. I, I think the main thing for me is rather than coming at it with the aggressive way, which is totally what I used to do. And well, lo and behold, way back when I was a lot more at odds with people, I was a lot more abrasive. What I've learned about it now is basically just, all right, well, if I tell people how I feel and they don't change behavior, at least I know that I've been honest and I've told them. I didn't accuse them of anything. I was just like, you know what? You know, I've told you if it's going to be that way all the time, then I know that that's just how it is. And I can make the decision to remove myself. The only reason why, because like, I remember like back kind of i guess you want to call it back in the day or whatever i used to take the approach of people of just being you know i I feel this and like this should be that or what and it never worked yeah i felt the more abrasive i was with i mean not like an asshole right but i mean the more like direct like just straight out here's the point this is what it is this is how i feel yeah worked a hundred times better because i feel like when people like you know i really feel this i really some people see that as a weakness yeah yeah 
Yeah, the um, I would say definitely like the uh, in the day that you're talking about, like when we're young, saying that kind of shit, it's yeah. like the people don't have the the reasoning skills and shit like that to even be aware of, you know. Well, he's saying I feel this would have. You know, what a loser. I would use the term that we used back in those days, Cold but it's, unclosed. it's, yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. And that's the thing is that, that it's like the same as talking about the two year old and trying to explain to him why he can't have chocolate chips. Now it's like the whole concept is you're expecting someone to have a set of reasoning, reasoning skills and tools that they haven't developed yet. And that's why, like, even now, just now you're saying, like, I feel like back then when I said, instead of, you know, back then when I said it, you just, I feel like, like just having that difference between that's your interpretation of it. That's something that we've learned with age is to just, rather than say, this is how it is, it goes, my interpretation is it's this way. Yeah. So it leaves, it still leaves it open so it's less abrasive to people. I think as long as it's direct. Well, and that's. People actually know, like, oops. And direct is more honest. Like, people think blunt. Sometimes blunt is like. You're this, and like blunt can come across as cruel because people, when they hear something blunt, again, if they're feeling attacked in the statement, so if I say you guys don't do anything but talk about your stupid kids, it's like, well, I was direct with them. It's like, no, you were a little rude. You kind of threw in a little insult in there, and you kind of, it's like, but I told, I tell them what I think, and I'm being, I'm not saying this is what True. you do. I'm saying some people's idea of being honest and direct is being well, yeah. blunt and rude and and aggressive. See, I think there's a difference between blunt and rude. Blunt is oh, just I do the too. way it is. I mean, but it's, I, I think I, I know. It the could, interpretation it of how yeah. it is, Yeah, you know, oh, you guys are fucking boring now. I'm just telling you how I feel. It's like, well, if you're saying, I feel like there's not much to you, you're giving an opportunity to go, well, you know what? We still have things going on and this and that. I'm again, not saying this. We've gone on this one for a little bit, which I like, I like talking That's about, but, a, but to yeah. your point is I'm just saying like, I find that before I used to be, when you're saying me back then, if I felt like there was an injustice, or whatever, I would come at it in an aggressive way. I would see somebody who was being an asshole and I would kind of rip on them because yeah. it's like, oh, if you're going to be that way, I'm going to be that way. Taste your own medicine, <laughs> which I have since learned Josh, is wrong. Beater. Right. But at the same time, all I was doing was making those people resent me, you know? Becoming the bully himself. Oh, the, what is that? The, uh, the classic <laughs> case of the abused becoming the abuser. Man, we've grown so far. Um, this week, buddy, I have done some, uh, some interesting things. I finished a puzzle. That's legit hard. Really? Pu- yeah. I'm just trying to make you feel good. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I was like, <laughs> you totally stopped me on my tracks. I'm like, really? I mean, it takes a while. It's a commitment. I'm not afraid of commitments. You had say, a kid. I made a puzzle. You know I was going to go with literally, but that's literally, literally hard. I think so. Yeah. It's, it, well, I put. So I said legit. Like, I bought a puzzle roll. I may have even talked about it on the podcast. I bought a puzzle roll at HomeSense probably a year ago. And... Uh, I, I put it down. It's like a felt piece, like a felt mat you put on the table and then you start doing your puzzle on that. And then when it's done, you grab a cardboard tube and you roll it around there. So basically, rather than having the table completely occupied by a puzzle until it's done, you can put it down, do it, and then I think those things are, I mean, it's a good idea. It's not bad. Um, but the thing is, I've had it in my room forever and I'm like, I should finish this fucking puzzle. So I decided to finish it. And uh, here's the thing with my house is uh, we have a lovely little boy in the basement Um well, he's he's 30, sorry. What he's thirty something, but mentally he's a little boy. Um, his job in this house, his chore, is to throw out the garbage and the recycling. Well, does that include puzzles? It includes cardboard or anything that's in the back porch. So, if 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 our lovely little house custodian, the Quasimodo of no, the the Quasimodo of the house, um, if he walks by a table and sees a piece of cardboard. Um, Card, cardboard is recycling. Cardboard goes in the recycling. The recycling goes in the garbage outside. Yes, this is garbage. It's recycling. I guess. Is this like legit? Oh, dude. The, uh, every Okay, when I first moved here, 
this this pisses me off to no end because there's no there's no reasoning at all is when I when I first moved here I had my entire bathroom set like curtains inner curtains like dude I had never spent so much on a goddamn bathroom set in my life over 200 bucks but it was like the little little curtain hooks More than all those, done like golden uh fuck what were they antelope things it's not my bathroom a bathroom set i know what i'm saying anyway those but no those weren't even that expensive i still have them upstairs in my bed um but the funny thing is so uh but like the bathroom set was like it was like these different uh african animal prints there it is look nice different african animal prints the, the, the they look good the, if I, i'd love to take a picture of them just but you'll hear why i can't african animals you'll hear why just, i can't they're so beautiful it's my animalism i want people to know through <laughs> But uh, so gorgeous curtain. Curtain alone was probably like 50, 60 bucks. Then it was like the matching, you know, the hooks that go through it. Each one of them has a little print on the, the knuckle or whatever the fuck you call I it. I just wish people could see what you're doing right now when you're talking about the hooks. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're called because I'm a boy. Uh, you know, I don't go to bed, bath and go, excuse me, where's your curtain rod hook thingies? I say, anyways. Point is, is I had the curtain, the internal curtain. Like a lot, I don't, I didn't have one of those dollar store plastic liners. I had a decent liner, uh, the hooks, then the waste paper basket in the bathroom, and the you know toothbrush holder and cup holder or, or soap soap container or whatever, and the regular rinsing glass and like all these different things from the exact same set. And I had them in two plastic bags when I moved in. Okay, well the day I moved in just happened to be garbage day as well. <laughs> and the the deep thinker. That lives in the guy. I'm, I'm going too hard at him, but I know he doesn't listen to the podcast. So that he, so it's okay. He grabs the fucking plastic bag because it's plastic bags. These look like garbage. You pick it up and it's got a nice folded curtain in it, and it's like, oh, this must be garbage. It's like, yeah, everyone folds their garbage before they throw it in a plastic bag. Anyways, did you idea was, approach him and tell him oh, how, he, how it feels? I did. I said, uh, hey, have you seen the thing? No. And I go, it was in the bags. Oh well. You know, if it's bags, it's, uh, you know, I didn't touch it. Like, here's the problem, too, is if, if someone was accountable, you go, do me a favor next time you do something. Can you please not throw it out? But anyways, long story short, it got thrown out. It was definitely him because he's the only person in the house would do that. Did you put it anywhere close to where like, the garbage is No, stored? it was sitting right there on top of the dresser. And does anybody ever store garbage there? No. So it's just oh, a random oh, act of yes. malicious. Oh, not mal- no, it was not malicious. It was a lack of intelligence. I, I, I'm Basically, yeah. I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I would go see, here's where I would fucking go mean and malicious. I don't want that. That's I'm not just me. playing devil's advocate. I know. Right I'll understand. Understandable. I'm trying to show no. the love. So my point is I probably rolled up the puzzle in the puzzle roll, brought it upstairs, didn't take the box off the table and, uh, you know, a puzzle box on a dining room table, naturally garbage, right? So you're saying this is yo It got thrown. Oh, well, Yeah. That's why do you think I hide everything in my room now? If you leave, if you leave something that pits got paper on it, paper is garbage, paper recycling in the garbage by like, I'll tell you this one time, uh, Jason and I came home and there was uh, a, a computer chair out on the front front yard ready for garbage. You know why? Because Jason had moved it out of his room and put it in the back porch. Back porch is where garbage is. Garbage is in the back porch. Garbage it goes out front garbage. Like, dude, Jason, and we came home and I'm like, thank God you came home tonight, not tomorrow like you were going to Jake. Because that would have been still in the here? fucking garbage. I don't know. He's, I don't think he's here right now. No, like living here. Yes, of course. Everything's so in danger. Perhaps you guys should get sticky pads. And when something's garbage, you put a sticky pad on it so he knows. Yeah. If it has no sticky pad, it's no garbage. Yeah, but then he would have to learn that that's what the sticky pads mean. And it, hey, it's going to take faith. It's going to take fifth. Oh, God. Faith. <sighs> you seem like you're getting aggravated. Oh, yeah. Just, I think, you know what? There's sometimes you got to know somebody's not quite all there. 
and you go, you know, you got to work with them. Then there's like, don't touch it. Look at it first. Just anyways. So, uh, yeah, I finished the puzzle the puzzle's cardboard. So it's probably going to go out in the garbage. Um, it has no box. You know what I did? Yeah. What I did was I finished the puzzle and here's what I did. I sat down. I did it all in an afternoon. I was having fun. I had a bunch of pieces. Thousand. In an afternoon. No. Okay. So here's the thing. The puzzle I had started, I had the border done. And like I said, I rolled it up, didn't do it for a year. Took it down, unrolled it. And then I think I started at two in the afternoon at like 10 o'clock. So it wasn't an afternoon. It was in, I finished a day, a half a day. That's still pretty And impressive. then I had, I had probably, let's say realistically 50 pieces not done when I had the, I had to go to bed. And then I finished it like the next morning, you know, it, over coffee. So it was, uh, I was happy with it, but here's what the thing. Was the, what was the picture? Here's the hardest part. Uh, no, this is the important question. What was the It picture? was a picture of old travel posters and advertisements for Canada. So like trains and Neat. things like that. Yeah, it was, uh, here's what I had to do though. I had to try to Google what the picture was because the picture was on the fucking box that got thrown out, you know, a year ago. So that was what was left after the first day. It's a lot of like mix of colors and. Yeah. So that's like when I started and then that's the image. So I had to find somewhere and it's like all these different, you know, lots of different words and letterings and things like that. Uh, you know what? I got the image saved. I'll put it on the, I'll put it on the Instagram guys if you want to see it. But. Anyways, long story short was just, I did a puzzle in an afternoon. I lost one of my days last week to a puzzle, but you know what? I felt good. I put on my Bluetooth speaker with an audiobook, So I was enlightening myself while, uh, while doing it. Um, yeah. And that was kind of fun. I wanted to, uh, ask you this before I talk about the activations. Okay. Cause the activations were kind of fun this week. I can't go into them too deep, but, uh, do you have any two part jobs at your house that you and, uh, you and Lex partner on, you know, like. You cook, she does the dishes, or vice versa. You do the laundry, she folds it. Any any jobs that you guys like do together? Because sink jobs? No, does any? Like I put it in the laundry and then she folds it. Any tasks? Because that doesn't happen. No, no. But I'm just thinking about like, it, are there any she, jobs? No, she, okay, before that goes further, it sounds yeah. like that she doesn't. She actually does all of the laundry. I should say that. Yeah, no, I'm not suggesting anyone does or doesn't do anything. I'm just saying that there's certain tasks in the house that I fucking hate. Generally? Like, do you hate cleaning the bathroom so she does that and you do something else that... No, I don't hate... I actually, weirdly enough, like cleaning the bathroom. No judgment. I don't. I hate doing dishes. Truthfully, I don't do it enough. Yeah? Um, Basically, anything outside is me. So cutting grass, uh, taking garbage out, doing all that stuff. That's all me. And generally, things inside is her. Okay. I know that sounds it's a lot more inside. Pro- I was going to say that sounds <laughs> proportionally, proportionally uneven. Yeah. So I do help with doing like, like dishes. I'll do like a lot of vacuuming and stuff like that, but nothing is like, like nobody has like their own, like their own job, job, job. Right. But generally speaking, right. she does more of the inside stuff. I do more of the outside. Even stuff. with the kids, there isn't a thing where you're like, you hate changing. So you're like, look, I'll do something else. No, that's a 50, 50. Uh, yeah. Well, 50-50 when I'm not working As reasonably around. as possible. So let's yeah. say it's more like an 80-20. Okay. Because she does 80% of the diaper change. But it's I not do like 20%. I do them in the morning when I'm, when I'm here and that night when you get home, you're changing the kids. No, like we don't, I mean, we don't really have like, you do this, I do this, you do right. this. Like if she's busy with the kids or something like that or whatever it may be and there's laundry to do, I'm not going to be like, not my job. Right. You know, no, I'll throw in laundry, I'll throw the only thing that I don't do is I don't fold it. I hate folding. Okay, that's what so, I'm trying to get at. It's like, is there any jobs you absolutely hate? Yes. And you're therefore willing to do something else? I, I think I the two-part jobs. But. I will fold, but if had any choice not to, right. I will just I will do all the laundry. I'll put it in, soap it, switch it, 
dry it, bring it upstairs and say, okay, here you go. And she's like, okay. Like it just, it works. Yeah. Thank God it works. I was talking about that on, a, on an episode or two ago of the podcast of just how like some people might say, well, that's not fair. <laughs> Folding the laundry takes more time than doing it. But I'm like, yeah, but doing it, you have to be around to switch it over. Uh, and you can like out. set it and forget it. It's like. Right. But if you're, if you need it for this evening, well, guess what? Now you can't go do something You do have else. to pay attention. To yeah. The you have to be home to do it. Yeah. Versus. It also depends on who's the folder. Yeah. Because some people fold it properly and it's nice. Other people literally, you know. Do you hate doing it because you suck at it or you stuff? just don't like it? I just don't like it. Yeah. So I can fold properly. I don't, I do not like it. I don't, I can for fold it. properly. I just, and it's not even that it takes that much time. I just, I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm trying to things. think of like two part jobs. Cause that was the thing that I'm interested in my, this all stemmed from like, I know couples where one person will be like, I hate cooking, but I love do And I have, I don't have a problem doing the dishes. I hear that all the time. I, I don't mind cooking all that. The only thing I don't like about cooking is having to do the dishes afterwards. You know, I used to have that when I lived with Patty, but the only thing is Patty was a chef and he would cook like he was in a professional kitchen and, and he had a pro dishwasher. Yeah. Dishes. He'd have like four bowls used three pots, you know, a baking tray and, then all and, of, I, and I was actually, like, listen, dude, you can't use up the whole house's dishes yeah. every night. I'm not cleaning a, a professional kitchen. So that key. Okay, so funny enough. And I mean, I hope she doesn't get upset for it, but that's Alex. And I used to do the same thing Okay, where she would do cooking and stuff like that. And for me, when we lived in the apartment, right. I was the dish guy. Yeah. Because we didn't have a dishwasher and I grew up without a dishwasher. So I yeah. just was used to it, cleaned Likewise. it, did all that stuff. And they so still she don't would, cook frying pans and stuff like that in dish. Like you still, the cooking. Well, you can do frying pans and dishwashers. Maybe. There's literally settings for them. But literally? I mean, you should. <laughs> oh, damn. You're a basic bitch too, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Turns out. No, because there literally is settings for it. Yeah. See, in it that says context. frying pan on the front? Pots, pans, yeah. Okay. The, the, literally <laughs> still basic literally basic fine I'm uh, a basic no, I'm bitch that's fine it's fine everybody is now that's the yeah thing. but I so you were doing the dishes at, at home at, at the apartment yeah and uh, but did you hate it uh, that's what I was going to get to okay. is that she would cook and she would make like scrambled eggs mm-hmm. and like she would like break the egg in one and then pour it into another yeah, and, then like mix, why? and then do that and then go and then like mix one with milk. There's three bowls before it even got in the frying pan. Yeah. I hate and that. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm doing the dishes. You could literally, here it is again, uh-huh. mix it all in the pan. Yes. I don't, even, all the I don't even mind one bowl. If you need a mixing bowl, but here's the thing. If you got to mix the eggs up, crack them in the bowl first, stir them up. If that's the thing that the eggs need to be stirred first, then stir them in that bowl. Cool. Now add your dry ingredients or your vegetables or whatever the fuck you're doing. Add them into that same bowl and then mix them up in there. Is it ready? Is it all thing? Cool. Now pour it into the frying pan. Cause I get sometimes you got to preheat the pan. So I get that, but it's like one bowl. If you're mixing a bunch of shit, yeah, you mix it all in there. Absolutely. So needless to say, she stopped doing that. Yeah. Thank God. Alex. Um, grow as a person she okay. well no she started <laughs> doing some dishes and stuff like that and she's like yeah i really do use a lot of bowls yeah yeah, yeah you do oh she had never done her own dishes before that no no she has but oh, it was okay. usually like she had a dishwasher she'd have to I scrub see. like one I or see. two dishes or something like that but yeah normally. you're cleaning a frying pan everything else is going in the machine yeah. right yeah no i grew up without dishwashers too and it's like you start to appreciate that like no i don't want to well, there's a period of time where i was buying paper plates from costco because they were good quality it would cost me like 10 bucks for 100 so i'm there like there was a time yeah, no, now there's styrofoam. Now there's the styrofoam. Dollar. But here's the thing. My styrofoam plates right now are left over from an activation. I didn't actively buy them for home use. I just love the fact that you yeah. hate doing dishes so much. I hate it. That you went and bought styrofoam. Styrofoam plates so you don't. No, but that's the thing. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. 
Costco paper plates like a couple years ago, 100%. These are left over from an activation. I just use them when I can. So for example, if you're doing Hesitantly burgers. use them or use them because it's just, wow. Oh, I actively use them because, <laughs> yeah. But I, would, but I wouldn't go buy styrofoam plates. I'd buy paper ones. Environmental. But all course. I mean, yeah, fuck. Yeah, of course. Earth Day. I mean, they're all shit for the environment. But my thing too is the. Uh, the Recycling is, is crap. Well, you know what it is? is If I'm cooking burgers or chicken, and like I've been doing a lot of stuff on the grill. So if I'm if I've got like wet chicken and stuff on a paper plate, I'll uh, basting all that. I'm not going to turn around, take the same plate and use it for my my dinner. Well, no. So of the, so having a plate that I can base shit on and I can just throw that out is one less plate I have to throw in the dishwasher or hand wash. Yeah. I don't have a problem doing that. Yeah. No, it's fair. I mean salmonella and all that stuff. You don't. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Right. And if, especially like when it's plates and you're like, well, you wash most of it off. What bothers it, me too is that some people, yeah, they rinse that plate. Right. They don't wash it. They rinse it. They yes. rinse it, and then yes. they bring it back out, and then they put the cooked chicken on that rinsed plate. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. No. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, look at the time. I, uh, I I used hot water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like grease, right? Like if you had a if you had to put a bunch of olive oil on a plate and rinsed it for a couple of seconds, how confident are you that that plate's not still covered in fucking grease? It's covered in grease. Right? That's what a soap molecule is. Like one side loves water, one side loves grease, and it fucking pulls them apart, you know, pulls them off with each other. It's a tough concept to get sometimes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So I, I don't know that there's a lot of jobs. I would love to find that partnership where, like, I don't mind cooking, and I have been like the dishwasher. Like a 50-50 perfect split? Yes, but I mean, not necessarily like like we'll take turns doing both. No, no. I'm saying some people like I hate cooking. I love. I don't mind yeah, washing the like dishes. Like a fifty fifty. Like I yeah. do. You and know, because I do the I've washing, been the dishwasher, you do the drying. Right. Yeah, yeah. And because I've been the dishwasher, I would be respectful not to make excessive amounts of dishes because I I'm not trying to make anyone else's life worse. But but after I'm done eating, I don't want to be standing hunched over a sink for half an hour. Does Grow- that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Growing up. We had a rule in the house <coughs> that um, the cooker cooked, mm-hmm. the other washed, yeah, and then the kids would clean up everything else. Okay, like what? So like you had to do your own dishes. You had to like your fork, your all that stuff. Like you do you mean boss it or clean it? No, like bring it there, soap, clean, do all your own stuff. Okay. That's that, actually that was a really a, good. That was that's a, a good deal because you only yeah. you're, as a as a kid you're only doing a plate and a fork and knife. It, it's super essentially. simple, and it gets you to learn how to clean your own stuff. Like right. it's installed in your brain. You use it, you wash it, and you put. So it So the away. person who's doing the dishes is really only struggling with like the frying pan, the baking sheet, maybe some that's cooking it. utensils, and then of course their own plate and their own plate. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's not that's not so happening. Everybody bad. did that. Was a twenty five? Well, no. Did the cooker get to have at least have someone else clean their plate and dish, or are they still cleaning their own? They clean their own. Okay, that's you know what? That's yeah. not half a bad system. I hope you guys are listening. What do you guys think of that with kids and whatnot? The cooker cooks, the the dishwasher dishwashes, and then the kids, ever everyone, effectively not it's so much the kids. It's everyone's everyone's responsible for their plate. Whoever their cooks, fork and whoever cooks the food doesn't have to do any washing but their own plate. Okay, and fork the and knife person, and cup. Kind yeah, of thing. the other person washes the frying pan or whatever cooks and stuff like that like yeah. that and their own plate so you rotate cooks should i mean i would almost become the dishwasher for that because now you're not you're not doing all the extra cutlery and if that's you know what you know my least split? favorite part though is the cutlery is the sitting when you're done everything scooping through the wall you can't even see how much cutlery is in there and you're fucking wiping it down and the worst is other that's people start putting more shit in there you have you have the cutlery cup okay we didn't have that no yeah I, I you have a cutlery that. cup that sits there it's a perforated and you literally, when you're done, you put all your cutlery in the sink in the cutlery cup. 
Mm. All your dishes go on the one side, cutlery cup on the other side. So let me ask you this too, and I, this is quickly Shoot. turning into like the Martha Stewart two this is two like, old guys like talking about how to yeah, how to yeah. wash dishes. Um, this pissed me off to no end. People putting shit in the sink, like you know when someone put a plate in like vertically, and now it's sitting three inches out of what where the water could possibly be. So the whole idea is they've stacked the sink in such a fucking ridiculous way that you can't just do the dishes. You got to take everything out of the sink and then restack the sink to do the dishes. Yeah. That bothered the shit out of me because how the fuck I like, told you I'm people sorry think they're helping that. by putting Oh, I don't I wasn't talking about you, but if you're out of yourself. I I I hated it because it's like Someone thinks they're helping you by putting all their shit in the sink. It's like, yeah. well, no, you're not. Put it on the counter because I can't. You've got stuff sitting there like a weird piece of abstract art. It's half in the sink and it's half out of the sink. Yeah. What In what world could that thing be something I could possibly work with? All you're doing is asking me to empty the sink first. You're giving me another job. So if you're not going to put it in a way that I can just run water on it, don't put it in the sink. Does that make sense? Do you think I'm talking about you? No, no, I know you're not talking about. Okay, me. I'm just thinking that like has life... that never happened to you as the life as the yes. as the dishwasher? It's like, yes. what the fuck is this? I, I'm also guilty of it too. Oh, I've really? Done that. You're a piece of shit. I am. <laughs> I am. But I mean, you can't tell me that stuff that you haven't done hasn't frustrated other people. For oh, their fuck things. yeah. Fuck so yeah. I mean, but I'm saying I don't think I've ever done something. And if you go now, how much sense does that make? I look at it, and go, wow, that's yeah, you're right. That makes no fucking sense. You're like, why are you putting it in the sink? Okay, so and then in a way that you could you never wash it. You used to teach me how to do your grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, that yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, do you agree that that was absolutely horrible? No, no, because the, the thing, dripping could... butter oh, that yeah, came it's... out of the bottom of that thing that your mom then had to clean. She but... didn't clean it. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> Did you clean up all the butter? Of course. <laughs> well, it came in a drip tray. You pull it out and you fucking. <laughs> rinse the fucking thing off the clean okay. and you're so I remember after we did that and I looked behind the uh oh it's toaster. a disaster <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh damn yeah if you guys watch Deuce Bigelow I got the idea from Deuce Bigelow at one point he puts a grilled cheese sandwich in the toaster and just pushes it down it's amazing genius they probably never really even did it for real <sighs> They probably pushed it down. All right, cut, and then get that fucking thing out of there. Yeah. No butter on the outside, too, I guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I would butter the bread, <laughs> throw the cheese in the middle. And it had to be like singles or something, because anything yeah. else would just fall out of the bottom. Yeah. But yeah, it's like singles in there, boom in. Deli- was it delicious? Uh, it was delicious, but right. that's evading the whole point. The no, whole no. point was is that people do things without... You're saying the dish thing. But here's what I'm saying. There was no alternative. If you're doing a toaster grilled cheese, there isn't another way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, <clears throat> no, no, that's, that's the whole totally different. I, what I'm saying is, is that it's not like these people have no choice but to put these wacky, misshapen dishes sideways, standing vertically out of the, the thing. They can just put it on the counter, and the same task will get accomplished. You're just make you're basically making a different task. I was being lazy, but if you ask me, like, are you aware of how much work you're making? Yes, I am. But you ask someone who puts it vertically. Oh, no, I thought you just run water on it and clean it. No, you fucking mouth breather. Uh, but I, I, I appreciate your, your devil's advocate on, on that. You're a very good man. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to get off house topics. Um, but I just wanted to know, yeah, if you guys have any. And you're saying you do the outside, she does the inside. It's Generally like a, speaking, outside, inside. Yeah, I'm really that's... fascinated if my listeners can tell me. I want to know, know a couple that's like, I absolutely hate taking the garbage out hate it i don't like touching it whatever and then like but i do this like i i always empty the i don't know i always put the recycling out so or you, I always you're wondering if down. your listeners have like a dedicated 
Yeah, like, if there's a is, dedicated, this is, this is my job. Thing. This is their thing. Yeah, yeah. And we have, we have dedicated jobs in this house, which I think are kind of ridiculous sometimes. Like, like Simon's job is putting out the garbage, whether it's garbage or not. Um, you know, and, uh, and my, my job is the kitchen. Jason, Jason, when I first moved, he said, your job, Josh, be making sure the kitchen, the dining room, and the living room are clean. And I go, well, that doesn't sound fair at all because there's times where all of us will be drinking whatever and we'll just leave our shit in the kitchen and Jason come home and go why the fuck is the kitchen I'm like are I'm not you cleaning like up after tidying? everybody every day. no or no he's like you... he's like clean it like make sure all the dishes are in the dishwasher make sure there's nothing in the sink like wipe down the counters I'm like and then he wanted me to do the dining room as well wipe down all the counters make sure it's vacuumed and clean and then make sure there's nothing in the I'm like I'm this I'm this is not a hotel I'm You're not Molly the custodian made. yeah I'm not cleaning up the common areas for everybody because that just makes everyone else complacent. Like, oh, it's not my job to clean it, so I can just leave it as a mess. No, f- not a fucking chance. So I, I was just wondering, yeah, there's some jobs I wonder if couples have that or if it's just a pipe dream. Because some people will say that. Oh, I do the cooking, she does the cleaning. And it's like, I don't I'm, really think I'm that's sure, the case. I'm sure at least one of your listeners is going to have a dedicated job. Yeah, I think it would be I'm, interesting. I'm... I'm very certain of that. Yeah. It's more about me interested in what jobs people hate. And I hate the dishes for the reason that A, I don't like to stand hunched over a sink after I've eaten a meal. The vertical plate. Places. B, I, yeah, I hate, I hate having to undo what everyone has just thrown in the sink to be able to do the job. You know what I mean? And I hate, and I hate that when someone else cooks, how much fucking, how much extra dishes they use. So that's why the, the dishes has been a very undesirable job. That's, for that's me why for I find. And I take, for, dude, I take measures so that things don't get dirty. Like if I use a baking sheet, I will cover it. I will cover it in fucking tinfoil. So when it's done, you just take the tinfoil off, throw it out and the pan is still immaculate. Yeah. That's why I find the way that like I grew up, it just, it worked. Yeah. That I like that. I think that's the best contribution you've made in the podcast so far. (laughs) I'm joking. Good. At least I can. But no, I mean, that's a good system. If people have kids and go, yeah, one person cooks, I just find it teaches them. And like, Here's the thing. If you cook and you make a huge mess and stuff like that, well, the other person, when they're going to cook, they're probably going to do the same thing to you. Right. So if you know that you're going back and forth and you know that, like, if you use less dishes, it's a lot easier and stuff like that as you go to cook and you're not mixing, 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 because you know what it's like to do all the dishes. Right. So you're not going to be doing all that stuff. You know, And the truth is, like, my parents would go back and forth where, like, they'd use a... a like a frying pan. Right. And as, when it was still hot and everything like that, they'd bring it over and they'd put it and they'd yeah, rinse it Yeah, it's easier right to there. fucking get the shit out of it when you it's know, still hot. You know, they would do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So and a lot of times too, I shouldn't say that when one person cooked, the other person washes. I shouldn't say that because sometimes it would be the person who cooked, they also did their own washing. Right. So like, could they kind of doubled up or whatever? And then the other person might do that too. Like there was no dedicated. Right. Sometimes A lot of people are just, like, clean as you go. It's like, you yeah. can to an extent, depending on what you're cooking. Because sometimes you don't have time to stop and wash something when you're pulling something out of the toaster and something's yeah. in the, the oven and something's for in a pot just, and something's in a frying pan. You're like, I, I don't have time to, to clean them right yeah, now. Yeah, for us, it was just basically you're responsible for your own. Right. Because if if your dishes were there, people knew like that those are your dishes. Right. Because we all cleaned ours, you didn't clean ours, and that's where it was. And then <laughs> if you left dishes somewhere, yeah, they didn't get put vertically in the, uh, the sink. Thank God. They were in your bed. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Even if they had food on them or anything like that, but not like under the covers. Under it, the it, covers, no. Oh yes, talk to talk to Johnny about it, man. How <laughs> long did he too. leave them? It's not like he forgot. Like he had to run a baseball practice, and they're like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like if it was there, something would be said. Okay. And if you didn't, after you were told once, 
they're under your covers. They're under your covers. And then you get bed bugs and no, you <laughs> your parents would replace the bed that. sheets and go, yeah, right, we got to yeah. find another system. It's, yeah. uh, it's costing us a lot of money, these lessons. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you would have to sleep in it, at least for that night. Right. So you would like, okay, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to do my dishes. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't like that. So Did that happen to you? Never to me. Really? Never to Johnny? Me. Yeah. Um, mine, luckily... I guess because I was younger or whatever, but mine were on top of my sheets. Okay. So it escalates. It Johnny escalates. had it under his sheets. He had it pretty bad. But he was pretty bad, too. If you listen to this, he yeah, he did it pretty bad. Does he, he still leave, listen? I don't know. I don't know. He he would leave a lot of stuff everywhere. Yeah. Some of it may or may not have been mine, too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> did you ever do that? You knew he'd take the flax. He'd just, stash, he'd just tuck a plate under the, his pile and go, eh, you know. I don't recall. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wanted to just, before I move on, I got, I do, do have like one or two stories I got to tell uh, before we get to the, the, the sponsors. But um, I was asking you before, just that's me trying to, come on brain. Um, I was asking you before, but like, are you feeling the age now? Like, do you feel like a different dude? What you, what you were looking forward to when you were younger now? Like you don't feel like a different dude? No. I mean, I shouldn't say it not a hundred percent. Nice. We should have mic'd that. Uh, you know what? I was trying to be classy, guys, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a long time since we've shared a moment like that, Jim. We just looked at each other tossed, and I sort of had the stance. I gave this look like I'm going to press out a fart. And Jimmy joined me. And I got to, I guess, that's why he's my best friend. Because, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to jump, he's going to jump with me. That's you it. know, that was disgusting and hilarious, but I'm leaving it in. I want people to know that that's the kind of friendship we have. Yeah. So do, do how, I feel my How age? are our yeah. asses still in sync after all these years? Is it like women with their menses? They was, spend enough time together, their their flatulence sinks up. <laughs> just, it just sinks up. Yeah. That's um, hilarious. Do Stinks, I feel my do I feel my age? It's funny enough that you that you mentioned this after last night I played dodgeball. I played like in a league. Yeah. And, well, I was, actually I subbed in for uh for another team and I'm pretty sure I tore my calves. And and threw out my shoulder. Like I tore my subscapula the almost a year ago. Okay. And it's slowly been coming back and everything was fine. But last night, the calves, the shoulder, the everything, I woke up and I felt 50. Wow. And I just, I mean, funny enough, today I'm feeling much, much better, especially after having a, a nice little massage in the chair there, which yeah, I, yeah. I love. <laughs> um, but do I feel my age? Not like, so much you feel your age. I'm just saying, like, do you do you look back? Uh, well, who does? Do I feel the who same as when I was 18? Absolutely look, not. Yeah, who doesn't look 20 years ago <laughs> in their life and go, man, exactly the same. You know what? Government I, workers. I, <laughs> they're the only ones I like, nothing's had, changing. Like, I guess you call changing. it like an epiphany or whatever. But the other day, because like, you know, like I suffer anxiety and mm-hmm. panic attacks and stuff like that. Do you take anything now. for it? Uh, I do. Do you mind uh, if I Whenever, yeah. Whenever you feel it sort of coming up. But I don't, I used to take SSRIs. Which what is like, that? Um, I've heard of it. It's like a pill that you take that basically goes into your brain, which goes to your f- uh, your fight or flight kind of, okay. which is where all your anxiety and stuff like that. It helps kind of like, I mean, just to, like I'm simplifying everything. Obviously, no, of course, but of it, course. it just helps you kind of. I'll like, ask if I want. Yeah, like keep sort of that area of the brain calm. Okay, of like where anxieties and stuff like that come from. You're still responsible yourself for for dealing with you know, certain feelings and emotions or whatever. Like it's not a hundred percent, but it just, it aids you to, to deal with sort of certain situations. 
But um, can we talk about that for a minute? Because uh, sure. I've, I've I don't like I know that you used to listen to the podcast every single week. I don't know how long it's been since you've listened. No biggie. Uh, not every episode. I, I'm grateful for anyone who listens because I know that not every episode is is worth listening to. Yeah. But I only in the last like year or so started being real like like open about the fact that I have anxieties as well. In fact, even recently I've been I've been asking people and sort of saying that like I don't even know if it's anxiety that I have per se because you know people say anxiety they have panic attacks. I'm like I don't have the attacks. I don't have panic yeah. attacks. No, but I'm panic attacks constantly. Anxiety or- I'm constantly overthinking. I'm constantly worried. I'm I can't relax become like if I have a moment of like where I feel good I immediately my brain will immediately start going how you can't relax and feel good you know how much shit you have to do like and then my, my brain will think of things that I have to do like it will literally take my own happiness away yeah. because I start overthinking things if something happens my brain immediately like if I have a situation or whatever my brain will immediately start thinking about what's the worst thing that could happen then and trying to plan for all of yeah. these horrible so that's pretty normal is that anxiety or is that, that's just a normal thing? I think thing. that's normal. And then how you react to it. And a lot of people get anxious in certain situations. Right. doesn't mean that you suffer anxiety. I mean, I think the, the, the broad spectrum painted across everything is, yeah, like I'm an anxiety, anxiety sufferer when you just have anxious moments. Yeah. Right. But I, to me, I think anxiety is, it's, it's more when it's debilitating. Okay. Like you have a meeting. Okay. And you're going to the meeting. Some people get anxious. Mm-hmm. People who suffer anxiety, and this is my view. Of course, of I course. mean, there's different layers. Other people could say oh, that's not fair. I don't. I think that people who suffer anxiety can't go to that meeting, okay, because it's it's too much, too much to handle for them. They feel like they're gonna faint. They feel like they're gonna pass out. Okay, you know, the heart's going, the mind's going, everything like that. People have blacked out from anxiety. How did you? How did you find out that you had it? Why am I? Why don't I not sound myself anymore? I, heard I don't know. Thing. Yeah, it's like it's like not coming through anymore. That's that's yeah. I don't hear you. Hello, hello. What the fuck, man? I didn't turn this off. It hears me a little bit. That's the weirdest fucking thing. What's that? Test, test. There you go. And uh, you're back. It's a weird thing. I twisted it slightly, and then it was just yeah. Oh, I don't want to be having technical issues with my things. What's going on here? Well, Let's stop playing with it. Well, I wasn't playing. Well, with you're it. playing with it now. I it's am because I'm trying to get it to recreate. So I, I know, know, but it's working. If this thing's pretty much getting anxious, how about you do that when it's not recording? Fuck you. Okay. It could happen again well, in a moment where I get to my most my most intimate. So how did I that find everything? Yeah, I like like and no, not not that you have it. Like what the story of what happened to me? Yeah, what was going on? I where you're went, like, I went blind while driving. Really? Yeah. I the story? more. I was going to get there. You, you looked know? at me like that was it. I had to give you a moment to, to let it sink in. You know. So I was shaving in the morning. In the car. And I, you know, <laughs> I was shaving the guy I, went blind. Okay, so to go, roll back, uh, yeah. I used to go pick up my mom every Sunday to go take her for groceries. Okay. Okay. So I was shaving in the morning, getting ready to go. And I kept on having like kind of white flashes. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So anyways, didn't think anything of it. I never even really knew what anxiety was. Right. Never really knew what it was. So see white flashes. I'm thinking, eh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Continue on. I uh, kept on going out in the truck, went over to my coffee, Tim's and my usual routine and stuff like that. And then I started driving down. I got like maybe a block away. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden my peripheral vision just started going in and it was closing in. Yeah, it was like quickly or like uh, or a few minutes. Like you're starting to go wide, pretty, why? pretty slowly. Okay, like within within five minutes, it had gone from edges to everything. Okay, so it peripheral started and it kind of closed in, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like something's going on here. And then 
obviously your first thought is like, I'm going blind. Yeah. And I'm driving. Right. So hazards and brake and yeah. So like, I was like, I sped up because I knew (laughs) I was close. I could still see forward. Oh, oh, and I was like, I just have to get off this main street. Right. And at least I can pull over. And then I was like, I, I can't call anybody because I won't be able to see my phone. I can't like, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden like this, I guess you would call it a panic attack. Yeah. Happened. And I got to my mom's house. Luckily I pulled in the driveway and then boom, nothing. Right. My mom apparently was outside and I heard her voice. So when you got to the driveway is when you lost everything. Yeah. And I, and that's that's full loss or like 90? Like I could see no, like color. full. Full loss. I couldn't see anything. My, was I, it white it or black? Black. Black. Okay. And this is the part that got me is that I heard my mom's voice coming down. And I was telling her, I can't see, I can't see, I can't see. And she told me my eyes, to look at my eyes, where like the pupils were giant and everything okay. was giant. And I couldn't see. And all of a sudden, these crazy flashes. Uh-huh just kept on happening if i closed my eyes if i opened my eyes didn't yeah. matter what it was it was crazy flattening and i remember it flashing yeah. and i remember hearing that white flashing is a retina detach right so you thought your retina i thought retinas had just gone and yeah. i was like okay hey, that's it i'm blind and all stuff like that really like you just you just accepted it like that no oh okay you're like all right i'm blind i'm like fuck that's way better <laughs> no. than i could have done so in my mind i was saying okay hey, that's it my vision's gone and then it kick in where I never knew what anxiety was kick in. Oh my God, my vision's gone. Yeah. And then just like crazy, crazy panic. That panic attack, if you want to call it a panic sure. lasted for, well, okay, I should explain my vision came back about 35 to 45 minutes later. Did you go inside, lay down? Did you, I went in, I paced in the bait in the basement of my parents. house. blind, blind. Just, I knew why well, I knew the basement, right? Yeah. Back forth, back forth, back forth. Your mom was your mom there, like questions yeah. and oh my yeah. god, are you kidding? Do you want me to get you? Yeah, that's the worst. But I know it's the yeah. care, but it's the uh, fuck. Like, no questions do. right now. Just I don't. Just don't know what to leave do. Leave me alone with my like thoughts. And, like she's like, just sit down. You need to relax. Like, I can't. I can't relax. Oh, my god, my like she's like, your heart's going a mile a minute. You just need to relax. And funny enough, as soon as I relaxed, vision came back. Right. But wow. how helpful is relax? Like you have anxiety. Hey, man, nobody just relax. Just relax. in the history of relax has ever relaxed. <laughs> yeah, like it's. Ugh. But anyway, it's the funny thing. Someone's like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm really stressed out. And I'm having a fuck." They're like, "Hey, just just relax." Oh, hey, I didn't fucking think down. of that. Oh, Thanks so much. Great, great. Perfect. Wow. These so, yeah. fucking psychologists. You know what they charge? Yeah. No, none of them just relax. One hundred ninety an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, anyways, upwards so, too. Yeah. The the. But that was the first. That was my first. You had ever. never had a panic attack. You had never been stressed Nothing. out. No, no levels of anxiety. I mean, was it building? Were you going had, through something? Like I said, I had anxious moments. Right. But I never would say that I suffered anxiety. Like before a test, I didn't study enough, and I'm like, I no. butterflies in the stomach. Oh my god, I'm so anxious. But I mean, so you anxious. can't stop. Like you can't but even focus on something else because the only thing you can think about is the never. thing that's stressing you. Never. Okay. I never, I, like, was I never went through Was there something that was happening in your life that was on your mind that may have been stressing you out to the point where that happened? Okay. I, right. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I was going, you know, Just like, for you know, context, just in case they're like, why did you just, I'm just going to say, you have let me know something visually that we won't go into, which is, I think, fair. Sure. 
That's all. Just yeah. they don't need to know. But in case anyone's like, why did Josh just stop asking questions? I I understand. I don't think they would have taken that half a second and wondered. But yeah, sure. Oh, that you'd be surprised. Like, why were you like? Because I'm way where I'm like, wait, hold it. You didn't have that. And then okay, yeah. you're like, I don't know. Okay, I just give up on it. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so, so, so yeah. just so I know, I I yeah. have context, but I I'm respecting your privacy. Yeah. So and you did so, have things going on because blindness just doesn't come out of nowhere. So the, I, but it it actually does. Um, I went into the optometrist to okay. go figure out why. I mean, like this is yeah. two three weeks later. They kind of that long. Well, I scheduled a point. They had nothing, oh. nothing. They didn't even. They don't. They're not like hospitals. We go like, look, it's an emergency. I went blind. Can we? Yeah, the, can which, you go to the hospital? Which is why, hospital's emergency. Yeah, you can get an but which is why they got me in with. I think it was two weeks. Okay. And, uh, which, I mean, anybody who schedules appointments knows it's usually like six, eight months or whatever. And it takes right. a while. A lot of my listeners are, are in countries that probably don't have the healthcare jam ups. Okay, well, so just for a heads up in case it was in, like, how did it take two yeah, weeks? Yeah. In Canada. I mean, because it's free healthcare, yeah. it's like, uh, there's a long yeah, waiting, a waiting line. Yeah. It's like, like a soup kitchen in a homeless shelter. You're like, I, all right, it's I all free never, for everybody, but I should gonna, never call it free healthcare. Yeah. It, prepaid healthcare. Yeah. Prepaid. Like the 60% taxes. The that we pay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyways. So I got in there and they told me that I suffered an ocular migraine. Okay. That's all it was. When you talk about the flashing, that's what I get before a migraine. Yeah. I've had that. I've never had migraines. And your vision, you start to lose your vision. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they told me. It was, it was an ocular migraine. I never had a headache, never had anything. It just, yep. vision gone. I was like, that. So I went through that. And then for basically five months, I just like super panic, super anxiety, super everything. And it never went away to this day. It still hasn't gone away. I'm much, much better now. What do you mean? The, the anxiety? And stuff? Yeah. 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 I'm much better now. So you're saying that you got anxiety from that, from that blind? situation. It was basically, if you want to go call like a PTSD. Okay. From this, like a traumatic, traumatic situation that basically like, I mean, it'd be all end all for me. Right. At that right, time. Right, right. And then that kind of goes on. And then, the way that anxiety works is that you have a brain path and right. every time you get into a situation or you think about a situation, your mind you goes go back down into that, that pattern. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So that's interesting. Cause I, I never, the thing with me is I've, I've probably been anxious and had low forms of anxiety for as long as I can remember. But I, uh, what are you looking for a time frame? It's on that. Do you want to know how long we've been talking? No, I'm just curious. Yeah. The, um, I used to, uh, with me, it's like the, I have to, I do have, yeah, we can, we can wrap it up. I'm just reading this slowly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you something. I'll get you some, put some food in your belly. You can also just say it. It doesn't have to. Okay. Oh, well, with, with your, with your family. I, I do have to go home to those two kids that I was talking to you yeah. about. And well, make don't sure eat that them. They, uh, don't eat them. They got some food. Wasn't Alex there? Alex, can you feed those kids? That's that's your that's your yeah. job then you got to make your job is to feed the kids Jeez. and she has to make sure that she texts you to come home and feed the kids. <laughs> she hasn't texted me. To I'm, come teasing. Home. I'm teasing. She actually texted to say that she was going to the park with the kids. Well, that's amazing. They They're have, gonna have the best so. night of their lives. Um, my point is, I, when with my anxiety stuff, I've had to deal with you know like I, I for the longest time I didn't think I was anxious. I thought I was just stressed. Yeah. But it's like when you I could I can't let go of the thoughts and move forwards. Yeah, I do a lot of dick sucking. You can just say it. Why would you randomly care. tell me that? Why would I? I don't know. Your fucking <laughs> your mime skills are terrible. Then, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I but I was curious about you because you've been open about having the anxiety and having Absolutely. pills and stuff like that. I don't that. think that anybody who suffers anxiety should hide it. 
No. I think they should be able to talk about it and realize that they're not alone and that there are a lot of people out there who who do suffer. Yeah. But, I mean, some seven out of ten, Seven out of ten people now have, have some form I'm of I'm not anxiety. surprised. The way yeah. the world is today, it's stressful, man. It's yeah. stressful. And, like, you always have to make money. You always got to do this. You always got to do that. Like, it's... Man, it's it's a lot. Well, for myself, like uh, I had a conversation. I think I said in the podcast. That's the thing too. I have so many conversations with people. I don't know what I said on this and what I just said in conversation. But I was in Montreal, and Crystal was just mentioning that she wanted to do something, and I immediately was like, "Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. Get that this." Like, "Oh no, but no, but if this happens and this and blah 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 blah," and I go, "Maybe you try to do this." No, because then somebody and it's like she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like we can just try shit at like. She goes with you. It's that something happens. And then you live through every bad scenario in your head and you get anxious Good and you planning. get, you get yeah. like, and it's, she's like, so rather than, you know, we try it out, maybe nothing happens and we deal with it. Cause she's like, you just came up with a solution in two seconds now. So maybe instead of us just living through the situation and seeing what just happens, mic, my bad. <laughs> just living through the situation. And if something happens, we deal with it. Then it's like, you're living through them all negative, all the bad things right off the bat. And now it makes me less like it's sort of, it sounds like you're being critical of the situation. That's, it sounds negative and it's not. That sounds a little OCD. Yeah. Well, all, but yeah, dude, dude, you name a fucking neuro problem and throw it on me. I probably got it. Like I'm neurotic. I'm OCD. I'm fucking, I definitely have forms of anxiety. I'm definitely a hypochondriac, yeah. but that's because of like, again, it goes back to that. Oh, worst case scenario. If this is of that, of course, but I, that's, my brain that's lives the through all of them. Yeah. But I think maybe it's OCD, I, but yeah. I've, I've, I've been reading things about anxiety too. And I do get anxious. I get, I definitely have For sure. small panic attacks when I think of death, then yeah. I will have a small t- adrenaline release yeah. because it's fight or flight. Like you said, yeah. anyways, I'll move past this. I got one other thing to talk about before we go to, uh, before we go to our sponsors, it, it's pretty much over at that point, just for your time frame. is, uh, I did three activations this week. Uh, that's where I do the promo stuff. Nice. One of them was, uh, we did a thing for the national gallery of Canada where we were promoting uh, a portraits exhibit. Cool. Yeah. And we were riding a train, uh, via rail train from Ottawa to Kingston and Kingston back to Ottawa. I'm a huge, I recently took a trip. Did you? Rail. Uh, we went up to, okay, maybe not that recently. It was a couple of years now, but <laughs> we went up to Montreal and, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It's comfortable. No driving, sitting there, relaxing. No traffic. No traffic. It That's was great. The best. It was great. Was yeah. So yeah, I, I and I haven't been on the train. I honestly can't remember the last time I was on a train. Probably a little, little, little kid. So don't remember the experience. No. Yeah. And they but, get like free Wi-Fi and all that yeah, stuff. And yeah. You get what you pay for with the Wi-Fi. I never we, had an issue. Our tablets kept disconnecting. Really? I yeah. never had an issue. Yeah. And you maybe just got on the right train, right time. But uh-huh. we, we uh, it was great. The passengers were great. The staff was amazing. It was fun being on a train. Like basically I was paid to ride a train to Ottawa, from Ottawa to Kingston, I, then yeah. from Kingston back to Ottawa. Why not? Why not? With good people. So I, I had a blast doing that. Um, I did go to Mika's. Happy birthday to Mika Belated. I meant to say it Happy earlier. Happy birthday. So just in for context of my listeners, you can keep singing if you want, but all of my Happy listeners have heard the episode, I would hope, of you and Mika. Jimmy and Mika are my two best friends in this world. Mika just Happy recently had a birthday. birthday That's right. On Monday. Uh, so happy birthday to you, buddy. This is me and Jimmy's way of saying happy birthday to you specifically. He's joined me on the podcast and we can shoot the shit. So and the few stories we've ter- told throughout this episode where people are like, why do they keep saying Mika? Because growing up, it was the three of us. And so, we, we didn't tell any bad stories about Mika. It's not over yet. <laughs> yeah. No bad we stories. respect him. And we just want to say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mika. You big old drink of water. Uh, he's Yeah. Um, I also did a, uh, 
Jimmy's miming more stories that we know Mika wouldn't like us telling. But uh, yeah, I did an activation. I went to Mika's house. That's what I, that's what I brought up. Went to Mika's. Yeah. They were for not too too long, but we played a few games with them. Him, his lovely it's wife. It's always a good his time. His kiddos are doing good. I enjoy the time out there at the uh, at the Mika household. Absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? The um, he's already started uh, a project. In his book from DK, the Woodcraft book that I gave him for his birthday. Yeah, that looked really interesting. Yeah. And of course, Mika Rado was like, I'd use that. And Rado, I was like, Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's already started. Did but, you show you the hatchet handle he made? No, but. So he's already started a project from the book. Of and, all people, like Mini Leo, he's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. able to do all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think it's. Uh, it's good that Mika has that book because he will probably do 90% of the stuff, whether he does it now or 80 years from now, because he's going to live to be forever. So. He'll, uh, he's healthy. He eats yeah. like everything healthy. Dick. He's all <laughs> <laughs> that sperm's got vitamin C in that shit. <laughs> That's one of your favorite quotes. Um, yeah, so uh, I went over to spend some time with them, but I had the, the Hope Beach volleyball activation the next morning, so I couldn't wow. stay too late. We had a good time, but yeah, so Hope Beach, have you been in a long time? No, uh, my work does a team apparently, okay, and I didn't. I mean, I've obviously heard a lot about Hope. I don't really know. Never been. Nope, never been. And oh. this is the first year that I actually like, kind of like looked into it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of whatever. That's a huge thing. It's dude. I've been. A, I've been a few times. So Hope Beach. Hope is an acronym. Says stands for helping other people everywhere. Um, but Hope Beach volleyball tournament is a big thing that happens in Ottawa. It's uh, about 11,000 11, plus people. I think maybe it's even 20,000. It like, but yeah. There's so many people, That's, but it's this big stretch of beach. Yeah, it's a big stretch of beach. There's a ton of grass. All the beach is all volleyball nets. All the grass is all volleyball nets. And then, of course, there's like vendors and sponsors. Yes, I was going to get to that. Um, basically, it's like uh, Ottawa and the simple small government town. It turns into Miami Beach for a day where it's people having a good time. But the uh, the 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 fellas have got the man buns up, the guns out. You know, uh, the ladies <laughs> have got as much skin showing as possible, no matter what size ye may be. And it's I was actually inspired this year. Normally, you'd think that you know you'd see somebody go, Jesus Christ, but uh, no, I was it was actually kind of cool to see everybody very comfortable with their bodies. Um, it's the new way, man. It's yeah, good. Yeah, no, it was it was nice to see um, all those people happy. And, uh, and just, you know, showing as much skin as possible and feeling confident. I'm drawing pictures to show Jim. Uh, it's a lot of back and forth that's not being recorded that we have here. That's why it's not a video podcast, so we can get away with that kind of shit. Maybe you guys start getting into that. No, because then you couldn't answer some of my questions off the record. I, everyone would see what you're doing. But, well, uh, if it's a video one, I just I'd throw a pen at you or something. You know to move on. <laughs> right. Uh, well, that's the thing you were telling me about before. I, I don't have the filter. That filter's broken. The move on filter is like, you know what? If you tell me to move on, I just want to ask more questions. A good pen to the face will will, will help you with that. Maybe. Maybe the, maybe in your circles. But See, anyways, I am violent, eh? So here's I told the, you about punching you in the face earlier, then I'm throwing a pen in your face. See, I am you're just violent. You're out here growing, man. You're trying. Um, the um, What was interesting about the festival is there's like, there, it's basically teams going around all day, people getting progressively more drunk as the day goes on. But you know what I saw a lot of? Uh, this is volleyball. This is the yeah. Nets, um, actually, water, not really. Not where I was. Lifeguards. Couple of drinks. Them. Yes. Grass. Yep. Sand. Yeah. Sky. What All else right. did you see? Easy now. Let's move on. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I have seen a tattoo trend that we were talking about basic bitches before. Um, <laughs> I and that's that's what brought this word back to my vernacular basic was bitches. the fact that I was saying it so much the other day. But on uh, 
the amount of tattoo, little life like quote tattoos. Yeah. Oh my God. Every woman walking by with a little script down her ribs or on her arm or whatever. No, that's that, but that's part of the, the cleft. So Jimmy hold, held up his arm. He's got a, a musical note on here on his arm. Do you uh, know what this is? That's uh, from stand by me. Yeah, it, it was very important to you. It is stand by me. Well, it's not the whole song. It, well, no, it's, it's just dum 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 dum. Yeah, of course yeah. I know it's there. I yeah. fucking know. Yes, of course I know. It's not just the line from the the music that accompanies when the night. Yes, and then Alex has something with it as well too. She has stand by. She me, has stand right? by me. Yeah, right. So all I'm saying that's that stuff's fine. That's couples. You've also got the music notes. I'm talking about just like a quote, just on the side that says "Live your truth," you know, on your back that's like. I am who I am and like just but just words and I'm like but the amount of people who have that now why what have you got what has Alex got who's got what basic basic alert I don't recall I do not recall I do not recall saying that your honor no um, I'm just saying that whoever it may be here's what I want to say to every one of these 600 million unique women who've got the tattoo uniquely. Of course, we're inspired by their own unique originality and creativity to get a quote on themselves because they didn't see it anywhere else first because they're living their unique, honest truth. <laughs> With the, you know what's funny? You're becoming unique. You don't have I'm any tattoos. A, I'm being a prick. You know, no, I, I don't. I have stretch marks and they're covering a lot of my body. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how. Here's, you know what it is? I would like to get a tattoo, but A, I have commitment issues in terms of like, I don't know what I'm going to like my whole life. And I'm tr- I'm trying, you know, for like 28 years straight, trying to lose weight. So I don't want to put something on and then I lose the weight and it just looks like, you know, melted. <laughs> just <laughs> like, like a candle. Right. Get a candle because it, you- <laughs> <laughs> it fell over the side. Oh, it's still, still burning. It's the wick's still lit. It's just a little melted. There you go. There you go, onesies. You guys want to throw me something? Let me know what tattoo you think would look good if it was on put on a fat guy and then he loses a hundred pounds. I think what would still. Look I think good. you should put that out to your to your viewers to see. That's what I'm doing right now. What what tattoo they think you should get? Yeah, contact the one man podcast.com if you want to what, send me a picture. Would you get with it? it? If it was funny, that's the thing. If I know that it's hilarious Kay. and it's going to look good when I'm fat and it's going like to look good when I'm skinny. If you got something like 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 a pickle tattooed on your ass. That like that would be funny. Really? I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, I don't think so. A pickle? Like, yeah, but why? What does it mean? Nothing. I'd have to show it to people. But that's the point. Just show my ass to people. But that, that's the point. Something like that. A random. What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. I like that Steve-O tattoo. He had in cursive the word the, the words your name, right? And that's like an old bar gag where it's like, I'll bet you a hundred bucks I have your name tattooed on my ass. You, know you think I mean? that's better somebody, than a pickle? No, but it's but it is a it's there's something to it. It's a conversation starter. I think the idea. And someone's like, okay. "No, you don't." 100 bucks and they go, "Your name. I bet you pay up." And they're like, "Oh." Yeah. If someone but then if someone would turn around and like, done. "You you you're saying you have the word you have Bethany tattooed on your ass." You should just get like something unique, like pickle on the cheek. That's unique. Your name, that's not unique. You need something. But there's unique. it's a conversation piece. So I'm saying anything interesting like that, like if it was a joke or whatever. But I, I open it up to you guys, onesies. If you want to send me the idea or if you have a picture, if the picture exists onesies? onesies, that's what the one man podcast listeners are called. Onesies. Buddy, you've been it's been you've been gone a while. That's what they're called. <laughs> Did man. you call them that or somebody else? Uh, the contest people submitted different suggestions for names. Oh, I, I missed out on that. Onesies, that's cute. That's what they are. Onesies listening. That's cute. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. 
You should start listening again. It's I gotten should. a lot better. I stopped at like episode like three. How <laughs> no, many? You, no, how you many didn't. You, you guys were featured how, on like. How many are you at now? This is 114. Well done. Yeah, we've made it. Oh, thank you. I'd like to thank all of the people who stopped subscribing over the years. <laughs> <laughs> how um, many? Uh, how many subscribers do you have now? I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, every episode uh, averages like the first day. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard oh, to yeah. tell. Yeah, well, because you have a certain amount of downloads, but then there's yeah. feed hits. Streams don't count the same way a download does. But it's it's a lot. It's Good. a lot. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's not, I mean, we're not hitting, we're not hundreds of thousands. Hello, Sweden. Sweden listens. But I tell you, the East Coast, they're 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 a big chunk of my listenership. I don't want to do an East Coast accent. Oh, bye. Come on down to the East Coast. You want to come down here and see the family people there? It yeah, works. They're it just works. crazy. Um, yeah. I think you did a great job with that accent, Jim. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's um anyways, yeah. So the hope thing, a lot of lot of, excuse me, basic tattoos. One person had like a, a a quote quote on her ribs, and then on her arm it said Little Mermaid, just said it in cursive. And then I can't remember if there's any it was like every kind of hack tattoo. One person had so many uh I don't want to say like Japanese or Chinese symbols, sure. but they had so many Asian Asian symbols, it looked like a crossword puzzle. Like, I swear to God, it was like seven down, then six down right next to it, and then five down next to it, then four across. And then like it was just like, it was just all these different. I'm like, what is that? If I could yeah, read it. That's. I, there's trends and people get on trends. But for me. My favorite are the ones, the Asian ones. Like, the where they're like, why do you have like dog breakfast tattooed on you? And like, yeah. No, no, it means eternity. You're taking someone's. No, it doesn't. Why don't you put it in English <laughs> so that we can read it? Yeah, I don't want to like. As soon as I see them, I'm like, I don't even want to ask. But you know, you know, they want you to ask. What does it say? It means eternal. Well, what's it? What? Why did? You, why did you pick eternal? I don't. I thought people would think I was interesting. <laughs> it's like your tattoos. You got a lot of couple shit with with because you got the little like little bicycle uh, cards. Bicycle's the brand. Bicycle card symbol for like king on it, right? What? That's that's a crown. Okay, king. it's a crown that right. that's that's for my. But I'm son. saying on the. Yeah, on the thing. And Alex has the queen symbol from the hearts, the bicycle cards. Crown, yeah, because my son's name literally means little king. Yeah. So, yes, that's that. But why does, why does, the, why does she have the queen crown, then? Well, because she's going to have like, a big king tattoo on her. The queen one looks better. Uh, I just thought you guys were all about doing couples couples tattoos because you're basic as fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just joking. Sorry, I have love. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm ha- very, very happy for you guys. I am. I'm just teasing. But I, I don't have an issue with that. Like when it's symbolism and stuff like that. And, and who the fuck am I? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I know. You got that one, the Black Panther, the Wakanda tree. <laughs> what about the cross on my back? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that. That was That's surviving cancer. Oh, that's right. God has my back. That was the theory of it. Okay. Was you, you haven't changed your mind since then? No, I. I, I think you should have got. I think you should have got the doctor's fucking names tattooed on there. Uh, yeah. That, I, you, funny <laughs> did, enough, maybe. Did, maybe I might do that. I don't, I don't know if the doctor was like, it. "All right, Jesus, grab my hand, <laughs> steady, steady." That's exactly what he said. Oh. Can wow. you imagine if right as the anesthesia was kicking in, like everyone's always like, "God did this," but can you imagine? As the doctor's going to stop, he's like, fuck, I hope God has my back. What did you just say? I need you to know. I need you to... (laughs) Could you imagine? I remember... I'd be like... Because that's the thing, right? If someone with faith, you'd think they would go, yes, that's right. God will help. When I went under for one of my surgeries, I've been under a few times for a few surgeries. And anybody who's going on... You ever been put under? Yeah. Okay. So remember when you're getting put under, they put in, okay, you like, it's in, you're going to start feeling it and you start... Right away, your vision's blurring as you start to look side to side. It's going quick and then slow. But you still remember... I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel it. And then out. That was my experience. I I remember remember on one of my surgeries, 
um, the guy who was to my right, the anesthesiologist was to my left, yeah. and the guy who was to my right was like, "Hey, what's the?" And then I, that's the really, last, and I was like, "It's hilarious." What? Like what? And I could I, like when I woke up, was the first thing I thought of. Oh really? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was out, and then I woke I up. I remember it. And I was very but I, well, but I had my tonsils out, so my throat yeah. was so dry, so sore. I was like, I think it was my appendix I'm surgery. Have to drink. Like, I'm pretty sure it was my appendix surgery. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, what's the? Because he was looking at a like a tray. Yeah, and he was like, what's the? And I was like, what? What? And then yeah, when I woke up, that's all that, and I wanted to eat. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was eat. hungry but I was thirsty. So hungry, They're like you're gonna throw up. You're Did you get your tonsils out? Yeah, so I they you know what is it? Have you heard people like oh when you get your tonsils out what do they say? I, what do you get? I don't know. Oh, okay, well I, 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 I was this was the thing for me. Oh, you get your tonsils out? Oh, they're gonna give you a lot of ice cream. They're gonna give you ice cream. Oh, the ice the chips SA. and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Like, what do they tell you? Nothing. I nothing. I was very confused by your question. Well, I just I, what I, do you get? I, I was I was wondering if it was one of those for me. Hundreds of people, not just telling me. That when I was going to get it done, it was going to be that. I was getting people who had had it done. They were like, oh, yeah, they gave me ice cream in the hospital and everything like that. Everyone who had it done got ice cream. Everyone telling me when I was going to get it, oh, don't worry. We're going to wake up. They're going to give you. Yeah, it's, you go to sleep. You wake up. But guess what? They're going to give you all the ice cream you can eat. You're going to feel no ice cream. I begged, Jim, begged, begged for water, begged for it. And they're like, not just yet. And I was like, it was so dry. Like you ever, you ever have so yeah, dry yeah, your yeah. tongue sticks to the roof of your mouth dry? <laughs> that dry and pain. I was begging, begging for just, I go, I'll just take a little sip, but it's so dry. Nope. Not, and, and then they sent us home like two hours later and I go, where's the fuck? I dude, I could, I didn't eat a solid, I didn't, I don't even think I ate food. Solid food may have been even longer, but for an entire week, I couldn't have eaten ice cream because my throat hurt so much. So it was like water, maybe a little bit of ginger ale or something with sugar yeah. for the energy. But yeah. I lost weight. I found it, but I lost it that week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's what happened with me. Just when you're asking about going under, like only thing I remember is waking up, throat hurting, water, water, please. Um, some some crazy lady on the parkway on the way home from the hospital driving all over the lanes up onto the grass, the Ottawa Parkway. Like, so like some crazy one. My grandfather, the ex-cop, screaming at her. I'm like, I just want to get home alive. <laughs> like, but uh, that, was, that was my week, buddy. All right, guess what? We have a couple minutes and then we're done. Yeah. We're done, okay? So yeah, yeah. it is time for my partners, guys, at PortablePress.com. Uncle John's Bathroom Readers. And this week, I'm going to be reading an article picked up by yours truly, Jimmy. Yours truly means me, but it's not. It's picked up by my good friend, uh, Jimmy. I, don't, he I saw the title, and I thought it was uh, interesting because, I mean, a lot of people probably don't know. Yeah. Well, dude, that's why we do these Uncle John's bathroom readers. This is from the book, guys. Do geese get goosebumps and more than 199 perplexing questions with astonishing answers? And uh, the article that Jim picked out, uh, he asked me the question. It's called Running Out. And the question is, why are horseshoes considered lucky? The superstition has crossed many cultures. Pagans thought horseshoes were lucky because they were made of iron, a sacred metal of great power. The Norse god of war, Thor, wielded an iron hammer. The ancient Greeks thought the horseshoe had a lucky shape because it resembled a new moon, a sign of fertility. The shape was considered lucky in the Middle Ages too. Medieval church doors were sometimes shaped like a crescent moon. But it was the 10th century legend of a blacksmith named Dunstan that sealed the lucky fate of horseshoes. When a man came in asking to be shod, I think, you know what? I think it's supposed to say shoot. Uh, I think it's a typo because shoot is S H O E D. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's shod. <laughs> what I was reading, I was like, maybe, um, or maybe shod's a word. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say, I think that's what it means. So he came in to get shooed. Let's see here. Hey Siri, what does shod mean? Let's see if we get this here. 
Feel free to fucking answer me, Siri. Jesus Christ. Fuck's sakes. Hey, Siri, what does shod mean? Past and past participle of a shoe. Past and past participle of... the next one? <sighs> it is. No. Yeah, but it says past and past participle. I don't even know what that shit means. Of shoe. Of shoe. So, uh, so he wanted to be, he he wanted to be shooed. He wanted to be shooed. Okay, so that so is actually the right word. The guy asked so for sh to be shot. They didn't there. do a typo. The book is good. Yeah, fuck this. Uh, it still confused the shit out of me. <laughs> and if you're trying to relay information, no, okay, anyways. So, but it was the 10th century legend of a blacksmith named Dunstan that sealed the lucky fate of horseshoes. When a man came in asking to be shod in horseshoes, Dunstan realized that the request was unusual. Then he saw the customer had, clo had a cloven foot. Uh, he was shooing the devil himself. Dunstan, who later became Archbishop of Canterbury, tortured the devil with hot irons and nails until the devil promised that neither he nor any of his demons would enter a building protected by a horseshoe. The horseshoe must be nailed onto the building facing upward so that the, its luck doesn't run out. So uh, when you and I were, list, like, when you asked me earlier, I was saying, well, horseshoe's lucky, you're supposed to put it upwards and like a bowl, and if it's upside down, it's, it's the luck's run out. You were indeed correct. But only in the later part of it. So the whole idea yeah. is that, yeah, so horseshoes are lucky because you know i think it's supposed to say that you're a blacksmith and i think it's not the devil's like okay i promise i won't come back to any of your places because he's like the last time i walked in i got fucking tortured and burned from, yeah from what i'm so it's more of a warning for the demons and the devils that they're in danger if they go in not to whatever but anyways hey thanks to dunstan because uh now the devil won't go to those ones he'll just run for president and win uh <laughs> i'm kidding a trump hillary's hillary's the devil She's the devil. She lost. You know why? Because the White House has a horseshoe in the fucking front. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, that was my partners at PortablePress.com, Uncle John's Bathroom Readers. Do geese get goosebumps? And more than 199 perplexing questions with astonishing answers. Um, I also have other partners, guys. Uh, Absolute Comedy. I uh, Absolute Comedy, as I mentioned last week, is in the full throes of their Prove Your Comic competition uh, going on the entire month of July, both the Ottawa and Toronto clubs. Um, but yeah, there's great shows going on all the time. Check out absolutecomedy.ca for more details. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back, guys. Only one question left. Am I forgetting anybody? But for any, no, of course not. I'm talking about my partners at DK, Dorling Kindersley, dk.com slash CA in Canada. Guys, this week I was reading a book. I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I'm never going to lie to you guys and say, oh, I finished this book. I didn't finish this one, but I thoroughly enjoyed the shit out of the portion that I did. 
This is from the How It Works series, uh, of which DK has got more books coming out. There's another one coming out next month that I can't fucking wait for. Uh, But this one is called How Technology Works, The Facts Visually Explained. Um, There's a bunch in the series. So just to give you an example, they have how science works, how the body works, how food works, how money works, how business works, how psychology works. Next month, if I'm not mistaken, it is how philosophy works. I'm very excited for that one. But just... I'm going to throw out, you don't like philosophy? Why? (laughs) (laughs) This, uh, this is just so, one of the things I love about these uh, How It Works series is they always have these tiny little fun facts in the front. So just for, for example, Jim, some of the shit I didn't know, but did you know that the world's tallest power tower is over 1,200 feet tall? I don't know if that's fascinating or not. That doesn't, I I wouldn't know how tall they are. 1,200 feet seems like a lot, but here's one I find interesting. Elevators are 50 times safer than stairs. 50 times safer than stairs. So one of my anxieties is, Elevators. Elevators. Uh, how? Because of like tripping Did, and falling. I didn't get to that part. I, I want to, but I did find that fascinating. This one, okay, of all the facts in the front. I don't believe it. Of all the facts in the front of this book, this one I find the most interesting. The first working submarine was built in, what do you think? The 1915. 1620. That's what I said, 1620. <laughs> um, an average wind turbine can... Uh, generate electricity for 1,000 homes. The world's deepest man-made hole is seven and a half miles deep. I did know that. That's, you? that's YouTube. That, that one you knew? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. To make them sound more human, digital assistants are programmed to insert pauses in their sentences. In the sentences, not at the end of them. So Okay, sorry, say it again? So to make them sound more human, digital assistants are programmed to insert pauses in their sentences. Uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. da da ba da Pause because it used to be like, you'd make them say racist or stupid things. (laughs) Computers, you know what I mean? And it's it's like, like, you don't know what you sound like. You sound like a dick and an ass, an ass and a dick, and then like, you know, just you're like, okay, easy. Run on sentence. Easy there. Um, Did you know lasers can measure the distance to the moon to an accuracy of less than an inch? Really? Yep. Uh, Just these are just the ones on the cover. Uh, A medical. Would this be, would this be like from. Point to point, like or? Earth to the Moon, and it, they'll tell you what the distance is to the to an accuracy of within an inch with using lasers. That's crazy. That's pretty fucking cool, eh? That's pretty crazy. Um, they're not just for cats anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, so, and then this is another one I found interesting. Uh, a medical MRI scanner can generate a magnetic field forty thousand times stronger than the Earth's. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get in there. We'll crush you like coal. Um, there's what, there's people who are sensitive to that stuff too, right? And that actually, come out. <laughs> well, that makes so much sense. You, you got take, an iron hip. That's how you recycle human. Why don't they throw dead people, right? If we're trying to recycle, why don't you throw a dead guy? If he's going to get cremated anyways, throw him through an MRI machine. Well, no, if they cremate him, you'll just pull it out of the ashes. <laughs> if you're going to bury him, if you're going to bury him, fire him through an MRI machine. Let's harvest the fucking parts. Jesus I don't know why you're rubbing Christ. your head. It's called recycling, Jim. <laughs> Right? Maybe we can lower the prices of healthcare. So uh, I just wanted to give a few little tidbits through this one here. Um, This one of the first sections that I read that that I was just really interested in is they got a whole section on power and energy. So different kinds of energies, different units of measurements for energy. So if you don't know what a horsepower is, right? Like everyone's like, oh, my my car's got 200 and blah, blah, blah horsepower. Like, great. Well, what does that mean? It, there's there was two different things. The first time I ever read what horsepower was, it was saying that like horsepower is the amount of power it takes for a horse to move a block weighing blah one meter, and it's like that's horsepower. They have it written differently in this, which I think makes more sense for people to try to remember and, and reproduce properly. It's the power uh, 
sorry, horsepower, the power of vehicle engines is often measured in horsepower. One horsepower is equal to 746 watts. So brake horsepower, uh, BHP, is simply means that an, an, an engine's energy loss due to friction has been accounted for. So you can tell what it is, but it's like if you're losing yeah. as well. So I found it's got different kinds of energies, you know, chemical, mechanical, thermal, kinetic. Um, what I like too is that there's, you know, you ever wonder how like water gets purified? I thought that like. Yes, I do. Seriously? Yes. I don't know. I've, I've, I argued with Jason because Jason doesn't believe that they put, you know, chlorine and shit in the water. He doesn't believe that. I'm like, of course they do. You fucking idiot. They, yeah. Yeah. No, fluoride and chlorine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the whole and point, thank God they do. Right. But here's the thing. I thought that they took the water from our waste and cleaned it and put it back into our supply. Uh, so you'd be drinking. Well, partially Purified shit. Piss but, water. No, but p- partly that is true. Okay. They do do that, which is the reason why, um, I mean, you're getting into some detail here, but how women are taking the pill. Oh, you're talking about the estrogen and the, the estrogen yeah, getting back into in the water. water and it can't they, be, it's not filtered out. They can't filter it out. Yeah. That I but, yeah, so it's it is partly true that yeah some water because they is. take but just so people know it's not pumped directly back in um, when everything that comes out of your your toilet and everything like that they actually have a sludge hopper that they use to use fertilizer they'll um, take your poop and make fertilizer what's out of it. that uh, dirty jobs oh is that My where you girl? saw that yeah he, okay he, he, he did all this that. and they had to clean one of those things sludge one time hoppers? And he's like. He doesn't gag much. This is the but worst like, margarita maker ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one of the pumps blew, and they had to go into that chamber and change it. Gross. And that is disgusting. Yeah. Well, there's guys who like dress up in full suits to, to go scuba diving and yeah. shit. And one of the guys was not wearing his mask while he was doing it. What That's, the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was talking to the camera, so he took the mask off and just chatted. <laughs> They're like, uh... <laughs> Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, so you know, they take the everything that they clean in terms of the, the the sewage water. They pump it once it's cleaned and taken care of everything. They pump it back to the rivers and the sea. So technically, those chemi- those those hormones and everything they'll go back to a main water supply because they will take the water intake from lakes and it rivers dilutes and things and, like that. Yeah. It, so yeah. it's but at least it's not like the shit and piss water is pumped right back into our. Yeah, they think s- that the the poopy goes into a plant cleaned and then refed back into the water lines right yeah no it goes back to rivers and oceans which will have their own filtration systems there's uh this book also has like how oil refineries work and how they basically heat and everything like that and the different levels of gases that they are because i was always wondering like when you're getting crude oil out of the ground how do you separate it into each one it's It's also true that i like the way that this book explains like all the information on the side that has diagrams kind of coming down the the middle with like pretty easy to understand uh, yeah, and they it break it good. down further later on. Like it's one of the things I love about DK books. Rather than just reading about something, I like being able to see it visually because I'm, you know, borderline. <laughs> I honestly, God, honestly, God, I believe most people learn that way. Yeah, they, visually, you explain and then visually show what they have to do Absolutely. or anything like that, and you understand it better. Well, they have all sorts of different things about like, and this is just the power section about generators, how motors work, and tools and things like that. Like it's really you explain to me about how brush and brushless drills and tools things like that work did it work yeah 100 100 but every everything for the guys they have like how electrical supplies work nuclear power versus wind power versus uh you know they've got water and geothermal power again great diagrams and this is me just talking about the first power section i'm not going to say how everything in it works but skipping ahead to other sections some of the technologies that they show in here is how 3d printers work which is a huge thing right now right a lot of things creeps me out my my aligners are 3d printed like these these things are 3d printed and and then shipped to me um they also have things like how cranes work if any 
anyone's ever been like, hey, how does a crane just show up overnight and then somehow on top of a building? Um, like, I've magic, actually watched, I've watched, of course. right, wizards, Jeez. right? I've actually uh, watched YouTube videos of them setting up cranes and how they work. But this will show you how cranes work. There's actually a crane. Um, some specialist cranes can lift 1,800 tons. Uh, so it's like nearly the weight of 400 elephants is it's, one of the things that's crazy. There. And the yeah, guys so, who run those cranes have no fear of heights. Really? It boggles my mind. Oh, uh, yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Do you have a fear of heights? Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with yes on this one. Okay, that's fair. No judgment, just curious. I'm not like like not going crippling. up. Yeah, going up somewhere high won't get me, but like being on the very edge of a building like that. Freaks me out a little I bit. think this is very, very uh, convenient and coincidental because <laughs> one of the things I didn't get this far in the book, but it's in here, guys. How dishwashers work. Uh, right? Also, I would like to say that anybody who owns a dishwasher, I hope you actually go into the filters and you clean it because the garbage and gunk that gets into dishwashers is yeah. gross. Yeah, like you have to clean a dishwasher. It, people should rinse their plates before they put them in. Some people will just put like sludgy barbecue sauce yep. shit in the. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I almost like I pre-wash sometimes. Nice. But then I go into the filter, I clean the filter, and there is like grime that gets in there. And you can only imagine how much that's spinning around and your plates. Just clean it. I'm gonna I'm gonna share this this funny little joke here. It's, As you it's, open the page. Well, toilets. there's a toilet thing, and here's the funny thing. Toilet. The toilet was running for a while uh, when Crystal and I used to live together. The toilet was running for a while, and I'm not trying to embarrass her with the story. It's just one of those funny things we all say silly things. Um, one time, the toilet wouldn't stop running. So the water was kind of going, the, the seal hadn't been, th- right. It, it hadn't been sealed. So Crystal, at yeah. one time I was saying, yeah, it's broken. We got to fix it. She goes, well, we can't just have it staying like that, right? And I go, well, we, we need a piece for it. It's broken right now. And she's like, well, we can't, right? Because I'm like, I go, why not? And she goes, like, well, the hydro, right? And I, so it was like kind of one of those things where I was like, no, there's no, again, we oh, all, Crystal. lots of people don't know how shit works. And this is not a shame thing or anything like that. It's it was oh, it no. was one honestly it that's was, a shame thing you think so I don't Jeez, I don't Crystal no you're being an on. asshole <laughs> no the, the funny thing with me with it was I was like I love it it's one of my favorite things to remember one of the best moments but it's just yeah like part of my job is I go place to I can't say where on that stuff like that right. but I go place to place and some of the questions that I have given to me about certain things like this yeah. Nothing shocks me like that. No, well, people don't and, know. And, and that's anybody who says that they're like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed to ask because like whoever said, Crystal said uh, the hydro, not uh, not to worry, you're not alone. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's like I, I've said before in the podcast that there's people who like will be at their workplace and someone asks them like, oh, I can't believe they don't know. It's like, yeah, they don't spend 40 hours a week 52 weeks a year doing it. So yeah, yeah. they don't know. Like, and, and there's guaranteed you, something that you Yeah, don't you go to know. their job and there's going to be something ridiculous yeah. that's so easy yeah. to them that they have no idea. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, the funny thing is like with electrical, right? Because I was an electrician. A lot of people think that if they touch a wire, they're going to grab it and hold on. And it's like alternating current doesn't work like that. It's alternating and it basically will allow you to really, it just hurts. But if you grab a DC... Uh, no, no, I've told, no, I, I left. I never got tested, never got tested, I quit beforehand. But, uh, Not an electrician. whatever, I did electrical, electrical work. Apprentice. I was an, I was an apprentice, but all I'm saying is that the whole point was how many hours, a lot of things. I don't fucking know. I no. did five years. I did five years, but I wasn't registered for the first two. But the point is, is that I know that you could touch a wire and you're not going to grab it, hold on to it. Like they show in the movies where you're standing there and you're getting fried and zapped. That's DC direct current. Like a car battery. Car battery is going to fuck you up more than anything in your house. So don't if, ever touch that. You'll, that's, where you, that's where your muscles contract. So the electricity goes in and your muscles contract 
which is what makes you grab onto it. Yeah. The thing with alternating current is the current goes both ways. So when you touch it, your muscles aren't contracted to the point where you can't let go. It's alternating 60 times a second. So the whole idea is you can let go. It hurts, but your muscles aren't contracted to the point where you can't let go. Whereas DC will grab. Like, uh, 220. It's still alternating. Yeah. So that's just going to just it, hurt, uh, right? Well, it's, <laughs> you can let go. That's yeah. the whole idea is you can let go. That's why they tell told, you not to wear like rings and shit like that. Yeah, and you don't told, touch it with two hands because then the arc will cross your heart and, and fuck you up. Yeah. I was told by some people that there are situations that you would get stuck. Yes, but a lot of the times it's like, you know, usually something that you're wearing, you know, like a ring or something like that that gets caught on it. Or you're reaching into a panel and you can't pull away from it because it's, it's got you pinned down. I'm sure the more voltage, maybe it's worse, but my, my boss used to touch the back of the panel with his bare finger. But anyways, for you guys who are not so interested in the, you know, the windmills and shit like that, they've got like fucking the web stuff here. They have email, they have Wi-Fi, they have mobile devices, uh, VR helmets. There's all sorts of things in this book. If you're interested in technology at all, hey, how does some of this shit work? It's outstanding. And they even have farm equipment for some of my people, you know, who are, uh, who are living more rurally, like perhaps the birthday boy that we were speaking to earlier. You know, they even tell you how genetic modification works in this book, which is very interesting for people who, who think that Monsanto isn't fucking with the food supply. Uh, you're welcome to read that this is a real shit in here. So everything from X, x-rays and MRI machines, keyhole surgery, you know, it's all in here. Guys, it is How Technology Works by my partners at DK. The facts visually explained, dk.com slash CA in Canada, dk.com in the States, or just Google DK Books if you're anywhere else in the world. And that is the end of the partner portion. Thank you very much to all of my fucking, uh, fucking, all of my partners. You know, I love you very much. Uh, Another tip of the cap to DK. They are so cool to me. I, they're the ones, A, I spend most time talking about them and they don't, they're always supportive I do use curse words. I do use things like that when I'm reviewing their stuff. They're still 100% on board. They know I love, I'm a huge fan. They know I love the product. And guess what? You onesies are also fantastic too because you guys know that my opinions and my thoughts do not directly reflect the thoughts of DK. They're just a book company that makes fucking awesome books that crazy, ridiculous people like myself and good, wholesome people too. You know what? There's probably, are you a, are you a wholesome person, Jim? I, I like the book. Yeah, man, you're a good dude. I'm a good dude. Yeah, good people like it. I'm saying, you know what? You can use the F word and still like books and like reading. Do you know what I mean? You can be a person who never uses any profanity and uh, fuck kids. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you can. Uh, It exists within that person, perhaps. But all I'm saying is it doesn't matter. A lot of people appreciate a good book, and all I'm trying to say is I love... You know what I love about them the most? I, I do have to, to kiss their ass a little bit. Is the fact that I have said stupid shit like that. Like to basically bring up that level of disgusting. But Yeah. No, but yeah, you went the there. The fact that they, A, know I'm not being serious. B, you onesies know I'm not being serious. Right? I've Basically, Jim, you haven't been listening to the podcast. I've, I've gotten in shit from people who don't, get, who don't get context. But anyways, I don't know what. Oh, her? <laughs> She doesn't listen to the podcast. Why are you bringing that shit up? You're not supposed to talk about that. No, I'm saying that. Never, never mind. Who is this texting me? That's probably you, actually. Um, what? Anyway, I don't know. I got a text message here from someone. I don't know who it is. Um, I, like, I was texting you. Anyways, no. my point being, guys, this week coming up, all right, what have I got going on? Uh, I'm going to try to get some writing done and prepare for the new podcast. I, I give a little shout out to it earlier. And you're going to be calling for your, uh, your tattoo appointment. Yeah, if you guys send me stuff, contact the one man podcast.com. I'd love to know some, some tattoo ideas. Are there anything ideas. that you wouldn't do? 
It has to be. It has to be long term funny. It can't be like I wouldn't put like a YOLO on me because it's like that's not going to be around forever, dude. The shit that was popular when we were young uh-huh. has changed ten times over. Like, would you get the word rad put on you? No, that's long term funny. I don't think it is. I don't think it's funny. What would you consider funny? You got to give people like, like an I idea. said. I'm not. Or are you the literally idea, giving them a blank? The idea, no. The idea I gave it before. No, it, the, you guys have full canvas to do whatever you want, but it's not. We're not going to just put it on because you send it. My thing is, I like the your name thing because it's funny and it's on. It's a it's a joke that can be done over and over. I'm not going to do it. It's someone else's. But Steve O having your name tattooed on his ass, so you can say to somebody, I'll, I'll bet you hundred bucks in a bar, or whatever. I'll bet you hundred bucks. I have your name tattooed on my ass. Oh, you real really? Yeah, I have your name tattooed on my ass. All right, let's do hundred bucks. Take it down, boom, your name. It's funny, even if you don't get the money or whatever. It's the idea is it's clever. It's sort of funny. Yeah. I will never be on board with that. You told me to put a pickle on my ass. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's funny. Then that's fine. <laughs> I, hey, the comedy's subjective. So I'm saying, would I put something on my ass? Yeah. Like I, there's all sorts of like symbols, uh, dates in my life that were particularly significant to me. You know, like putting all my people I care about's birthdays over my heart, you know, but at the same time, like I don't what's that one? What's that? I don't give a fuck. Like I what, what there's nothing in my life that I've 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 loved so much. You know what? I'm gonna get yours and Mika's faces tattooed on my dick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but all I'm each saying, ball sack right there. Each ball bag. I'll just put your guys' faces on. <laughs> shave the fucking hair on it to match your current facial features. You're disgusting. <laughs> that. You know what? If I could do that, that's probably somebody's my two best friends right there. You know, and as as we all age, I go. It's even more representative Happy of your faces. Birthday, Mika. Look, those things have more wrinkles on them. So do my friends. Uh, you were just getting older and hairier. You got some curl. My up. ball hair turns white. So does the hair in your beard and on your head. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So yeah, if that wouldn't be excruciatingly painful, I would what's consider. What's the email painful. I send this into? Contact at onemanpodcast.com. So yeah, so coming up this week, guys, I have uh, I got a gig going on a Friday night for Absolute Comedy. I'm going to be doing more activations this weekend. Ugh, not looking forward to that. But I'll be out having fun in the sun, looking at more people's tattoos, trying to figure out where did society lose its originality <laughs> until you release your ball sack faces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't wait to get my fucking social accounts banned when I post those photos. Um, Listen, uh, I got new podcast coming up, guys. I won't give you the details until I have more things solidified, but I am working on it, writing some new stuff. I'm excited to give you the details. I will tell you them as soon as I can, but right now I'm still working on logoing, intro music, uh, the format of it, uh, but I've already got the first guests booked for it. Um, it's going to be an exciting thing. It is, is comedy-related 100%. And uh, I can't wait to share it with you. So, Jimmy, thank you for coming and being a part of this. Yeah, I really man. appreciate Thanks it. For, uh, it was cool. We just sort of chatted today out of nowhere and, uh, your, and made this happen. live uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was me just Chatting not wanting around. to be productive, but it was cool to chat with you. I think here you are being productive. Yeah, man. Well, that podcast was happening no matter what, but I think we give them a better episode. You well, being I appreciate here. you bringing me by. Yeah, buddy. Uh, to all the ones he's listening, I appreciate you guys being here. I look forward to uh, your tattoo submissions. Hopefully, you'll tell me what jobs you hate doing around the house and which ones you love doing. I just I'm just curious as to household tasks that people but love. Make to play. sure and that why. when they send it in that it is it's like a definite like I do not and they do not. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be like, you know what, I really don't like doing this, but so I try not to. No, if it's if you're like, you know what, I absolutely fucking hate cleaning the vacuum cleaner. I hate going outside and weeding. I hate cleaning the bar. I don't give a fuck what it is. I just want to know what tasks around the house are you like you know, if you if you basically ran into another partner, you know, in your life and you're like, you know what, this person here won't do it and I won't do it. Anyways, that kind of shit. Deal deal breaker type shit. 
All right. Uh, until I talk to you guys again next time, uh, I hope you have a great week. Don't work too hard. Uh, don't have anxiety. Don't go blind when you're driving. And, uh, and if you do, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Everything will be iry. <laughs> iry. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Approaching me, she said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Or could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice, and you can go and send me on my way. I said, You're such a sweet young thing, why you do this to yourself? She looked at me, and this is what she said Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked, money don't grow on trees. I got Try to make a move, I won't think twice I told him you could have my cash But first you know I gotta ask What made you wanna live this kind of life He said there ain't no rest for the wicked Money don't grow on trees I got bills to pay, I got mouths to feed There ain't nothing in this world for free I know I can't slow down I can't hold back though, you know I wish I could